hello everybody and welcome to the newest indoor adventure in rhyme of the frost maiden part 24 a black cabin if you're watching this on twitch and you or youtube you can probably see it is only my face tonight why is that because I'm not actually going to be in this game at all. That is right, Wings has scheduled and set up a game entirely made out of our guest characters that we have had through this campaign so far. So I am really here to let you know that today is June 27th and you are loved. That is a very important thing that we like to remind each and every single one of our viewers and listeners at the beginning of each and every single one of these games. If this is your first time joining us, you can go to youtube.com slash indoor adventures to check up on all of the VODs of each of the games that we have played up until this point, including full playthroughs of Curse of Strahd, Ghost of Saltmarsh, Waterdeep Dragon Heist, Tomb of Annihilation, Tyrant Security, our Masks the Green Sun campaign, as well as more to come in the future. We do three actual plays a week, so if that is your shtick, you can find us on YouTube, like we said earlier or you can find us anywhere audio casts are made available for free and speaking of things that are being made available for free if you go to patreon.com slash indoor adventures you can check up on our after show called nights in the courtyard where we answer questions not only from each other but also from the community so if you have any questions that you'd like to ask myself or any of the other fine folk that you're just that you are on your way to see feel free to again go to patreon.com slash indoor adventures but Let's say you already support us on YouTube, you already support us on Patreon and Twitch and all of those other places, and you're trying to think to yourself, where can I go to help support this fantastic show even more? Guess what, buddy? I got your back. Quite literally, in fact, because if you go to indooradventure.redbubble.com, we got t-shirts, we got posters, we got mugs, we got crop tops, throw pillows, shower curtains, aprons, clocks, and mugs! Face masks! We got it all! Why aren't you going there already? Redbubble also has consistent sales throughout the year, so you want to subscribe to their newsletter, because it's usually things like 20% off all of the merchandise. And until the end of this month, all of the funds that we are getting from our new Pride line, which has our slogan, You Are Loved, on it, as well as a selection of Pride flags inside of the heart hands, all of the proceeds of that are going to help support Lambert House, which is a charity specifically for transgender youths so if you would like to help support that or uh help support a good cause or possibly help support the show you can again go to indooradventure.redbubble.com but that is it for my opening spiel so we are going to go into the reason why you are all actually here obviously not for me the other fine folk of the show so it is going to be lucas taking us away blinky would you like to introduce yourself Oh, hey, I just re-muted myself on accident. Uh, <laughs> hi, I'm Matt and Blinkdog182 on Twitter and Twitch, and I'll be playing Lucas. Hey, everybody. It's me, RJ. Um, today, I'll be playing Boxer Rocks or Rocky. We both go by he, him. All right, GB, would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, Greybeard, Greybeard's Tavern, and tonight I'll be playing Westloy Bumblebrook, uh, who has been outed as... Westloy, the dread pirate Westloy. In our last, he is a reborn uh, rogue, a phantom rogue warlock. All right, uh, Tyler. Hi, everyone. Uh, my name's Tyler, and tonight I'll be playing Trollstagger, or Stag for short. He is a uh, wood elf druid, a uh, wildfire druid. And Sid? Hey, I'm Christina Sid, uh, and uh, my pronouns are she, her. Uh, so are the character I'm playing. Her name is Roberta. She is a formerly snow, now hob officially hobgoblin warlock. 
and I am Wings, also known as Danae Keener. I'm going to be the DM tonight. Let's just jump right in. Sovereign of Summer's Loss, General of Winter's War, long live the Queen of Cold and Frost. May she reign forevermore. All right, when we last left off, um, something very different was happening. Uh, <laughs> And I'm loath to mention it, uh, just on the off chance that some of our guests aren't aware. Uh, we're not going to worry about that for now. Um, we're going to pick up uh, a little bit before the events of the previous week's episode uh, and just kind of see what our guests were up to. Uh, I, I want to start off with Lucas. Uh, I want to say that when we last saw Lucas, he was busy um, doing some duties for the Emerald Enclave, uh, the one member of which that is in Rhyme of, or uh, in, oh my goodness, I keep on doing this. Uh, the land is not called Rhyme of the Frost Maiden. The land is called Icewind Dale. There we go. All right. <laughs> the one member of the Emerald Enclave that is in Icewind Dale, uh, and that's Danica Graysteel. Uh, and the two of you have been doing some work lately, which is basically trying to find and befriend Chewinga uh, and getting them to be sort of uh, guardians of various greenhouses and, gar and gardens throughout uh, the Ten Towns of Icewind Dale. Um, so when we pick up with Lucas again, uh, he is in Brinchander now, uh, having followed Danica there. Basically, you guys have managed to get the prototype up and working in uh, East Haven, and you're working on getting the second one handled here. Uh, would you like to describe what Lucas looks like? Just been so long. I know. <laughs> uh, short little rock gnome, uh, just rosy cheeks with um, kind of bluish hair and um, a white, like white leather armor and like a white uh, cape. Very nice, very nice. Um, one day, uh, whilst you guys are uh, sort of working on uh, like breaking the ground of uh, a, a, a plot here in Bryn Shander, um, Danica approaches you uh, and says that uh, her friends over at the Temple of the Morning Lord have asked for some help and they need an accomplished adventurer to go out and do make a delivery to a, uh, well, I want to say remote. Re remote is the right word. A, a, a remote location out on the tundra uh, and they need somebody who has been proven to uh, be able to navigate the area and not have too much trouble with that. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, um, Danica has recently taken under her wing a, uh, a another person, um, someone that she thought she would know well, just on account of knowing a member of his family. Um, <laughs> uh, not too long ago, a uh, deer-legged man uh, came riding in on a warg into Brinchander, uh, delivering a letter from a town of goblins, and against all odds has managed to uh, open up communications and trade between the ten towns and Karkalok. Uh, and <laughs> during that time, uh, like uh, almost immediately after that, he was kind of shuffled off uh, onto uh, Danica, 
kind of she kind of like accidentally did this. She she heard, oh, Hart's brother. Wow, Hart was really great at finding Chewinga. I'm sure Hart's brother will be exactly that way. Uh, and as it turns out, no, no, he is not. <laughs> I love uh, the little guys. Just want to get my hands on them. <laughs> Um, I, I believe when we were discussing this earlier, the mental image was just Troll Stagger running around with a burlap sack, like, come on, you little guys, get in here! Just get in the, get in the sack! Ah! <laughs> it was not very uh, successful. So when Danica is explaining this, uh, this endeavor to you, Lucas, uh, she, like, basically, like, Troll Stagger, I imagine, is, like, somewhere in the background, like, being, uh, being the gremlin that he is. Uh, and she basically looks at you and says, can you please get him out of here? Like, I I'm pretty sure he's going to be a lot better off out in the field. Uh, uh sure, sure, yeah, we can do that. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Tyler, would you like to describe what Troll Stagger looks like? Yeah, uh, Troll Stagger, like you said, he's he's got little deer uh, hoofs for feet, uh, but the rest of him, he is looks like a, an elf uh, with darker skin, uh, white hair, and on the top of his head, he has little nubbins where uh, you might expect antlers would have grown out of. Um, overall, he is dressed in some uh, pretty worn garb uh, and carries around a shield made out of the bark of a tree. Awesome. All right. Um, I want to. Uh, uh, I want to say, is there any sort of interactions between uh, Lucas and Stag that would be uh, prevalent in the time between them getting from the garden to the quest giver? Essentially. Uh, you look really familiar. You do too. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah. Funny that all hunters kind of look the same to me, but like. You're small and have that, like, you know, look about you. I, I am small. Um, hmm. The only person that, that I know that's as small as me, well, besides my parents, um, do, um, is my sister. Um, do, you, do you know Lydia? That She's sounds like me, familiar. Girl. What's that? Like, like me, but girl. <laughs> Uh, I don't know that word you're using. Uh, me? <laughs> no. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Troll Stagger doesn't understand the concept of gender. <laughs> Stag said gender is a construct. <laughs> oh my god. Looks like me. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Looks just like you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you might think that I did this on purpose, but I'm just now realizing that I put both of the brothers together immediately. Yep. Mm -hmm. Oh, God, I love it. All right, uh, I'm going to cut away from this really quick. Um, Roberta, when we last left off with you, uh, you were traveling away from the Lost Spire of Netheril, uh, along with Kuori, Dazan, and um, Hart. Uh, Lydia wasn't there for that adventure. Um, at some point, you broke off from uh, our, our main crew, uh, and they went on their way, uh, and you and Dazan started making your way towards civilization. Uh, Dazan had made it clear before that um, having his face in these towns is not a good idea. So um, basically, you guys get uh, about as close to uh, civilization as you dare. Um, it is the it is the dark of night and you can just see the lights of Bryn Shander off in the distance uh, when you decide to make camp. 
um, and he sits you down uh, and says, well, um, I just remembered I had an accent. <clears throat> oh, I hadn't forgotten. I, I like it. <laughs> well, <laughs> thank you, Roberta. Well, mm -hmm. oh, uh, here's the thing. Um, you're going to have to uh, start, start you're, you're going to have to go into town. You're going to have to get you a job. Um, uh, now that now that you're real, you may have noticed that there's kind of a rumbly in your in your tummy, uh, and you're, you're going to have to eat. So, right. uh, you're, what you're going to do is that you're going going to go into town. You're going to ask everybody if you can have a job, uh, and then they're going to give you uh, stuff that looks like this. And he like gets out uh, a bag of coins and he and he shows you the gold uh, and stuff. And he basically mm. explains commerce to you and the fact <laughs> that you you need a job so that you can eat so that you can live. But. But why don't we all just like share all of the things that we have together so that no one like goes hungry? You know, that's uh, a, a mighty fine idea. Uh, it's a bit more complicated than that. Uh, like a lot of a lot of things in this world. Not, a lot of people, uh, a lot of people disagree with that with that notion. Are they the ones that have a lot of the gold? You know, as it turns out, usually that's the way it is. <laughs> that's that's oh. usually what, what, what affects that. Yes. Mm. Well, that makes sense, I guess. It's not fair, but it makes sense. Yeah, there's a lot of things in this world that isn't fair. Well, anyway, we, we, we ought to get some shut-eye uh, and uh, then take a crack at it in the morning. Okay. Um, uh, good night, Roberta. Did you want to sleep in the hat or are you going to meet camp out here? I reckon I'll keep watch. Okay. Good night. Whoop, like just the hat lands on the ground and she's gone because right. she's in her hat uh for the um uh for 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 the guests who may not have seen roberta before uh would you like to describe her for me Sure. Uh, she is, she's a hobgoblin, uh, so sort of reddish auburn fur, kind of shaggy, longer hair on her head. Um, she is about six and a half feet tall, um, wearing a just debonair three-piece suit that she tries to keep as immaculate as possible, along with a lovely silk top hat. Um, and yeah, the top hat is quite helpful um, because it's uh, also her... Uh, her connection to her warlock patron, uh, who is a, a mirrored, and uh, yeah, she can jump on in and use it as like a small apartment. It's pretty nice. I love it so much, um, Roberta. You have a uh, a fine sleep, uh, very very restful, um, and when you wake in the morning, you find that Dazan has already left. Uh, he left you a note. Um, reminding you uh, all the steps that you need to go down in, in order to succeed uh, in the future. Uh, and he apologizes, but he just hates goodbyes. Oh. I sort of thought, oh well, maybe one day. Uh, and then uh, Roberta starts heading towards Ten Towns. Um, where do I want to go next? Um... Rocky, <clears throat> you have received a request uh, to help guide a group to a remote location out on the tundra. 
Um, you've been asked to come to uh, the Temple of Lathander in Bryn Shander. Um, is there anything in particular that you have been up to since we last saw you? Uh, besides running the missives for the group back to Ten Towns, I think he has been mostly hanging out with the mountain folk, um, doing his job as a guide going up and down. Uh, oh, Lord, I forgot the mountain's name. Kelvin's Cairn. Kelvin's Cairn, thank you. <laughs> Long <clears throat> sip as I access my databank. <laughs> uh, he's probably been out on the lake, making sure friend is all right. Mm -hmm. Friend, the uh, plesiosaur. The awakened plesiosaur. <laughs> That's an important... <laughs> yes. Good note. And he's been writing letters, but he doesn't know where to send it to because he doesn't know where Hart and company are. <laughs> Oh, bless. Um, <laughs> I think that um, just today, uh, as you come into Bryn Shander, you, you begin to hear rumors about the group uh, and all of the crazy things that they've been doing since you were gone. Um, evidently, they made quite the stir in East Haven. Um, and like, they, like a, a lot has happened there. Uh, and from the sound of things, uh, Lydia found her brother. Um, so things are, are going good on that front. Um, when you come into Bryn Shander, you realize that there is in fact a mailing system, uh, been established in 10 towns and, uh, they will be able to take all of the letters that you wrote and deliver it to the party in a, a fairly, uh, fast amount of time. And it's not even like long letters. It's like, dear Lydia, Corey and Hart, I saw a bird, Rocky. <laughs> Bless. I love him. <laughs> Bless him for knowing how to write. He has an int of eight, not like three. He can write. <laughs> and also he had a job where he was like a secretary. So that makes perfect sense. All right. Um, would you like to describe Rocky as we see him uh, wandering through the streets of Bryn Shander? Yeah. Uh, he is an olive-skinned human with dark hair, wears a immaculate white like fur coat. Um, underneath is a set of adventuring gear that's fairly worn. Um, over the time, he's cut his long hair, like, a little bit shorter, so it's a little bit closer to the scalp, and he has, like, the floof to the side. All right. Um, well, Rocky, you, uh, happen upon the Temple of the Morning Lord, um, and you are asked to wait for the person who, your, your employer, the person in particular who is going to be sending you off with some uh, delivery goods. Uh, you are informed that um, they have put some effort into making sure that you have a well-outfitted party, that there are more than just you uh, doing this delivery. Uh, your job mostly is to make sure that they don't get lost on their way there. Um, there are anticipated dangers on the way there, as there always is in uh, Ten Towns and Icewind Dale. Uh, so that's why they're sending you off with uh, a few more people. In fact, uh, as it turns out, they just hired somebody on um, because they were looking for able-bodied uh, folks who are able to raise a sword to help you get across the tundra. Uh, you see a hobgoblin with a top hat. Hi. Well, hey. And he gives you a smile, and you can see that his teeth and tongue are stained blue. 
I hate to ask, but you're the first person I've ever met that has blue teeth. The berry? Oh, yes, thank you. They are a very dark blueberry. <laughs> Ooh. I like that. Hi, I'm Roberta. Hi, I'm Rocky. Nice to meet you, Rocky. Hey, pleasure's all mine. Um, so I heard that people are getting hired on for this uh, delivery gig. You're part of the group? I guess so. I, step one, I came into town. Step two, I asked someone where I could find work. Step three, I went to said person and asked them what kind of work could be found. Step four, I smiled and tried to be pleasant. Step six, they hired me. And step seven, I tried to do a good job for gold. There's a bit of Rocky that kind of stands at attention as he looks around and sniffs the air. Do you, do you smell carrots? I don't think I've ever had a carrot before, so I don't know. Hmm, weird. Anyway. Amazing. Both of you are goobers, uh, and that's why <laughs> I wanted you at this game. Um, I am literally just remembering a scene that I wanted to have earlier. Um, we're going to jump back a little bit before all of this. Um, yeah, all the way back in East Haven, uh, Lucas, uh, at some point, somebody, uh, well, okay. Uh, Dernan, the, I, was that his name? No, that's a barkeep in the Yawning Portal. Never mind. Um, the speaker of East Haven uh, lets you know that there is somebody who wants to meet you. Evidently, you were, you you had a, a, a large influence on uh, something that happened to them. Uh, it, it is explained to you that uh, the wizard that you captured uh, in East Haven uh, all, the, all that time ago. Um, and it, it, the, reason, the reason why he was burned at the stake for, uh, and rightfully so, because what, a, what an asshole he was. Um, the reason why he was burned at the stake was because he killed a group of adventurers. Um, the reason why they knew about that was because there was a survivor. Uh, and that survivor actually wants to meet you and thank you personally for what you did. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> Just like puffs out his chest, <laughs> trying to look like a hero. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you are uh, basically you you walk into the uh, the the speaker's office. Um, he kind of stands up and he says, "Oh, uh, Lucas, it's good to see you here." Uh, and there is another person in this room. Um, you see a. Uh, what, uh, like a, a kind of, you know, a, a little bit fuzzier than, than you're used to. Uh, they've got kind of pointy ears uh, and sort of like a pushed in nose. Uh, and they're, they're looking away from you uh, when you step in, but uh, you, you can only see like from one side of their face, there's like a big scar across it, like a, a very large burn. Uh, and also um, like they've got a, a, an eye patch over that scar uh, and they turn to look at you. Uh, and I imagine you are well-traveled enough to recognize this as a hobgoblin. Um, and he stands up and like offers his hand to shake with you. I like go to just wave at him and then I realize he's holding his hand out and I shake it. <laughs> um, and he says, uh, hello there, I, Lucas, right? Yep, hero of East Haven. 
and he just kind of like takes a deep breath uh, and sighs, uh, and he just holds your hand and like puts the other hand over it. You can feel the claws uh, that he has. Um, he says, my name is Robert. I wanted to thank you personally for what you did. You're welcome. Uh, and he says, Murda and Typhon. That were their, that was their names. And he uh, reaches into his uh, cloak and he pulls out a pouch of gold uh, and he kind of presses it into your hand. He said, uh, this is all the gold that we found in that godforsaken ruin. I don't want to see it. I th and I want you to have it. I, I reach into my pouch and I hand him a, a good cookie. Oh. <laughs> Uh, and he, like, looks a little bit confused for a second, and he just kind of, like, takes it, uh, tips his head, um, and he says, You know, Derma used to call me Bob, and I always hated it. I'd give anything to hear her call me that now. I think Lucas just hugs him. <laughs> Oh, it was really so nice to it was really nice to meet you, Bob. Uh, he he takes that cookie and he just kind of like tucks it away and then he just gives you a pat. Uh, and I think that's where we can uh, move away from that. Um, all right. Oh, GB, I haven't forgotten about you. Um, GB, <laughs> uh, Wesloy has made his way across the tundra. Um, and he has made it all the way home. Uh, when he pushes open the doors to his abode, uh, everything is kind of covered in a thin layer of dust and uh, a little bit of frost. Um, this uh, home feels sort of dark and empty uh, as compared to the way that you left it, which was in much better repair, uh, a lot warmer, a lot more inviting. Uh, but you can't sort of push the uh, push away the feeling that you don't necessarily belong here anymore. Uh, what does Westloy look like as he stands uh, in his empty house? Um, can can we cut to a scene earlier, uh, real quick? Sure, I'll, okay. I'll go. I'm willing to entertain right. that. So. Uh, Basically, there's like the ice flow kind of thing, and the camera comes in, and it's just snow and ice, and it moves in, and it looks like there's like a little tiny pine tree that's been tipped over, and and as it closes in, there's snow on this little pine tree, this shrub, as it were, and it gets real close, and then all of a sudden, these ice blue eyes open up. And blows the snow off and shakes off and stands up in his his geely his winter geely suit that's three feet tall and, and shakes it all off and then <laughs> and he barfs up basically gallons of seawater like like twice his body weight in seawater he just he just keeps coming out of him out of him and he goes. Oh. 
well, that's a hell of a thing. I best get home. And then we cut back to he's in his house. Um, there's uh, basically he's a halfling. Uh, he's got uh, like blonde hair, the ice blue eyes. Uh, he's stupid pale. Like those who've seen him before, he's more pale. And now it looks kind of like maybe he's got like neck tattoos or something, you know, where you can see his skin, you know, or near where his clothing ends. Mm -hmm. um, and other than that, he's weaponed out. Just <laughs> two, two short swords, two daggers, a sling, and uh, fully adventurer gear kind of thing. Uh, no, no boots, of course, because halfling. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's Wesley. All right. Um, Wesley, uh, as you're kind of looking around this house, um, feeling that, like, feeling the emptiness of the house, like, deep to into your core, like, it, it makes you feel empty inside kind of being here. Um, you, you do know that there is something here that you would like to have in the in the house like mm -hmm. uh yeah he starts trashing the place <laughs> <laughs> um all right you, you're you're overturning uh furniture um and uh finally you remember um behind your bed uh there's a secret little cubby spot uh and you pull the bed uh, away from the wall uh, and sort of slide the secret panel up uh, and uh, deep in this hole uh, covered in cobwebs is a little pouch. Uh, and when you take it out uh, and sort of like move the, the fabric back a little bit to check on it, um, there's a familiar glint of gold uh, and sort of a, a, a slight ringing sound. Uh, and then you cover it back up again. Um, but something's missing, or was that the thing that was missing? That was the thing. Okay. All right. Um, I guess he, he turns and, and leaves? Uh, okay. I, think, I think that uh, the way that we were going to approach this is that, like, he, he kind of has, like, a, um, a a faulty memory of what happened. Right, right, um, yeah, it's all. But, like, they're, they're, like, he kind of knows that he wants this, and he knows that he wants to get back. Okay. All right. Yeah, so uh, now with the item in his possession... Um, Maybe he just tips over the oil lamp and, and lights the place up mm. and just walks off, you know, three foot tall hero into the snow with the cabin burning behind him. I don't oh. know. <laughs> no, I like that. That's a good image. All right. All right. And then off he goes. Um, we'll come back to you, Wesley. Um, all right. <clears throat> so... Uh, we left, uh, Lucas and Stagger, uh, are on their way to the Temple of Lathander. Uh, Rocky and Roberta are in the Temple of Lathander. I think that 
we pick up uh, with the two groups meeting and uh, intersecting. Um, Lucas and Troll, you step into the temple to find uh, Rocky and Roberta uh, standing and exchanging pleasantries in their own special way. So the rock beats this? What is this? The scissors. Because you bash the scissors with the rock. Okay. You'll have to show me scissors. I don't think I've seen those before. Okay. And then the paper beats the rock? The paper covers the rock. (laughs) Oh, like, oh, it like envelops and like squeezes it to death? Yeah. Something like that. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. Okay, let's do it again. All right, all right. One, two, two, three, three, shoot. shoot. Ah. Anyway, I didn't manage catching any chewing but I'll get them eventually. You mark you my will. word. You will. I believe in you. Oh, hey, Lydia, but boy, and heart, but taller. Hello, you know, heart. <laughs> you know my brother. Yeah, he's all right. Yeah, I he's the heart. best. <laughs> Heart's my best friend. I thought wow, I Hart's best my friend. best friend. What? Yeah, all of you back off. He's my best friend. <laughs> and at that, um, uh, you all are uh, sort of interrupted uh, by the uh, arrival of a tottering figure uh, kind of coming down the stairs. Um, and none of you are going to recognize this fellow. Uh, he has appeared on the show before. Um, this is a gnome wearing uh, cold weather clothing, uh, so bulky that his arms can't fully uh, like meet his his sides, um, and the, uh, the the hood of the parka itself actually has like little fluffy barriers. So as he walks around, he kind of looks like a teddy bear, um, and. <laughs> He, like, walks in uh, right as uh, Stagger says, y'all back off! Heart's my best friend! Uh, and he goes, whoa, did I walk in on something? Well, aren't you just the most adorable little hunter bear? <laughs> yes, Come here. I am! And he picks uh, him up. <laughs> yeah, he runs up, puts his arms up so that you can pick him up, and he's like, I don't know why I did this! You're clearly very dangerous! <laughs> Look at you! You're adorable! Whoa! Okay, now put me down. Oh, okay, sorry. Uh, and he kind of like brushes himself off a little bit and he like puts his hands up, pa- hand up in the air to kind of like offer to shake with each one of you. And he's, uh, he says, Copper Nobbernacker, at your service. Hi, I'm Roberta. Oh, Roberta, nice to meet you. Box of Rocks, but my friends call me Rocky. Uh, yeah, Box of Rocks, you're the guy that's supposed to guide all these guys and make sure that they get back. Yeah, get back. And Lucas! Oh wow, Lucas. I've been I've been meaning to meet you. Yeah, it's Herb Boy. I'm meeting you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that got me. <laughs> uh, and I'm meeting you. This is great. Yes. <laughs> and like pleasantries are exchanged uh and uh eventually he calms down enough to say um well you I, i'm sure you're all wondering why i brought you all here to do work for gold hey i know about that concept 
I knew right? I was in trouble with this group. I, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, exactly. For gold and also for friendship. Because Great. I've got a I've got a friend out there um, that I haven't heard from in a while, uh, and I'm starting to get a little worried about him. So uh, I, I packed him a lunch and um, also like uh, a crate full of provisions. So I was hoping that you'd go out there and uh, make sure that you know he's okay. Sure. You guys didn't hear anything good. <laughs> <laughs> You shouldn't steal his friend's lunch. I'm not stealing it. I'm inspecting it. No, you're oh. going to steal it. How do you know what I was going to do? Do you read minds? Get out of my head. Oh, oh God. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I know you're listening. <laughs> He's shouting in his head. Da, 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 da. Oh, stack. Okay. Um, <clears throat> He, he sort of, uh, like, leads you guys uh, outside uh, to a sled that is sort of loaded down with a few crates. Um, and just on top of the crate, uh, tied down with some twine, uh, is what's clearly like a little bento, uh, a little bento box uh, with, like, um, a happy little sun on the front. Um, <laughs> and uh, as you come to learn... Uh, both of them are followers of Lathander, uh, and uh, this fella uh, that you are going to go check on, his name is Macritus. Um and he's actually working on a way to end the winter that has been plaguing Icewind Dale. Um, he's doing some really important work up there, uh, and, you know, like, sometimes he forgets to eat, so... I, I just, you know, I just want to make sure he's okay. What's he look like? Uh, well, he's taller than I am. Uh, and uh, he wears uh, robes, kind of like that. And he, like, points over at just, like, a, a, a priest who's, like, doing some uh, rites of Lathander off in the corner. Uh, probably, like, you know, blessing a newborn baby or something. And they just kind of go, like, huh. <laughs> uh... <laughs> And the robes are 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 uh, this golden color uh, with a sash uh, emblazoned with the symbol of Lathander, which is a road moving towards a rising sun. Tall robes, got it. Uh, and he hands the map to you, Rocky. Uh, you kind of unfurl it. Uh, it looks like this is some place a little bit north of Lonely Wood, uh, kind of off in uh sort of to the west of kelvin's cairn it's a little bit off of a, a little bit off of your uh stomping grounds but uh it, you're familiar enough with the area that you're pretty sure you could find it okay uh well we have two options we can go across the lake or we can go by land i prefer land <laughs> what's the difference stag is just staring at you like blankly <laughs> well if we go across the lake, uh, rowing a boat across might be problematic because the lake ice is over, and there's always the knucklehead trap that'll try to knock you off a boat. Who would knock you off of a boat? The knucklehead trout. Oh. I've never met a knucklehead trout before. Oh, okay. they're about, like, yay big, and their heads are really bony, and they get you, and they... 
He softly punches Roberta in the shoulder. Knock you around. Well, that's not too bad. But with a lot more force. Oh, okay. Knucklehead trout. But they taste great with a bit of tartar sauce. Oh. (laughs) Taste good. Win some lemon and base. Ooh, I'm hungry. Pops a good berry (laughs) in his mouth. (laughs) Bless. Okay. Um, Copper knobber knocker. Um, Make sure that you guys are all set to go. Um, And he assures you that uh, he will make sure that you guys get paid uh, when you get back. And not only that, he's cut a deal uh, with the uh, priests of Lathander that uh, they will give you free healing uh, basically for all the time that you spend here in Icewind Dale. Oh, wow. Oh, that's kind of silly. I can heal myself, but yeah. The money's good. Great. I'm glad I can pay you with money then, because otherwise this would be really hard for me to get you to do the thing that I need you to do. Okay, bye! Oh, oh bye! Bye-bye. It was nice. I like that guy. He sends you on your way. Uh, As you are traveling, uh, Lucas, there's something ridiculously familiar about Roberta. Um, Like, I I don't know. She she just looks very familiar. And like, it's it's kind of, it's kind of eaten at you. Not gonna lie. Uh, Do they look like Bob? (laughs) Looks a lot like Bob, honestly. (laughs) ridiculous resemblance to Bob. Huh. I keep this information to myself for now. (laughs) All right. Uh, Any conversations that happen on the first leg of your journey? Uh, Troll probably explains why he's named Troll Stagger. Mm -hmm. You know what? A better question would be, uh, let's let's kind of go around uh, this group of four and say, what is something that the group learns about you from traveling with you? Uh, so start with Stag, and you can explain why your name is Troll Stagger. There's this big, you know, troll-like creature, and he's coming at us, and I'm like, no. And then I headbutted him really hard, and he kind of fell backwards. And then we all ran. But <laughs> because he staggered, it, so it's, it's Troll Stagger. You earned a nickname. No, that's just my name. What was your name before you had butted the troll? Uh, you, or that one. Uh, that wasn't very specific. So you didn't have a name before that? I mean, you or that one. It's, you know. Oh. Uh, you kind of get the idea that uh, the, the society that Trollstagger comes from you don't have a name until you've lived long enough to do enough things to earn a name because it's very likely that you will die before you get one. And don't even get me started on Tenderheart. What's that? that? full name? Yeah, my brother, Tenderheart. He's such a little sweetie. Yeah. He really is. Y'all back off. <laughs> anyway, what did we learn about you guys? <laughs> Who wants to go next? Uh, there's a bit of conversation about food, possibly, and then 
Rocky just ends it off with, yeah, after that, I'm not allowed to eat meat. Why not? Well, I don't know. It's been a while, and I get these cravings sometimes, and they're, like, really bad. So I just eat good berries instead, and it really helps. But meat's so juicy and good. Oh, don't remind me. Mm. Good berries are also really good. Yeah. Take it or leave it. Eat a cookie. (laughs) Good berries. You have more cookies. Yes. What are give me, 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 give me. I hand out a cookie to everybody. Bless this mess of sweet beans and dumbasses. Roberta and Lucas, one of you two. I introduce everybody to Snowball. Oh yeah! God damn it, we've completely forgot. I, <laughs> I, I forgot too, so it's fine. <laughs> I, I always forget about animal companions. Please describe Snowball. Uh, Snowball is a is a white wolf, um, probably about the same height as Lucas, um, unless Lucas is bee shaped into another white wolf. They like to run as a pair. <gasps> oh, friends, they're friends. Who is a good boy? A good, adorable little boy. Yes, you are. Come here, you little kitten. I love you. <laughs> Snowball's here that, for all Lucas. of it. <laughs> Snowball loves you too, but like, like re- reacts accordingly whenever you get like just a bit too intense. It's just like, yeah. oh, oh, okay, you're scary. <laughs> he is. Oh. He is aggressively loving this dog. <laughs> Oh, Snowball doesn't know what he's getting into. Uh, He'll shyly pet Snowball when no one else is looking. Oh, baby. Um, pronouns for Snowball. Is it he, him? Mm-hmm. Okay, I thought so. Just making sure. Um, and Roberta, what's something we learn about you on this trip? Well, I've only actually been a person for about a month. Oh? Yeah. What's a person? Um... Something that is not a simulacrum. What's that? Okay, follow-up question. (laughs) What's a simulacrum? Um, It's a magical not person that's created by a really powerful, like, wizard. Interesting. Uh Follow-up question. What's a wizard? They do magic. Okay. By studying. Am I a wizard? I don't know. Guy. Are you a wizard? I do magic. I do too, but I don't. I don't study. I I have a patron who just gives it to me because they like me. All right. You're final so- question. <laughs> What's magic? Um. Okay, like this, and she'll cast speak with animals to talk to Snowball. Oh, I can do that. Also cast speak to animals to talk to Snowball. That, that's magic! <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's just something people can do. No, not all people. Rocky, can you talk to animals with, like, yeah, a spell? speak with animals. <laughs> <laughs> I also cast speak with animals. <laughs> okay, oh. the, way that this, the, the way that this goes down is that, like... <laughs> The first person casts speak with animals, and then Snowball's like, hi. And then, like, you, the next person is like, hi. And then the next person, oh, hi. And then, 
And then Lucas is all like, oh my god, Lucas can talk! (laughs) I'm sure we've done this before. (laughs) Anyway, we're all barking at each other as we're traveling. (laughs) All right, so... So the, the, the five of you are, are standing uh, in the middle of a snowfield, kind of like yipping and barking uh, to each other. Um, <clears throat> when um, <laughs> uh, Stag, Rocky, and Lucas, uh, you all start to feel um, kind of a strange warmth from beneath you. Uh, uh, the kind of warmth that you you shouldn't necessarily be able to feel out in the middle of a snowfield, and and just as you start to think that something might be going wrong, uh, I'm going to cut to Wesloy really quick. Uh, Wesloy, you are just uh, starting to uh, crest over a sn- uh, I say snow dune every time a drift a mm. snow drift, um, mm. and uh, you look down and you see that there are. Four people with a sled and a dog all barking at each other in the middle of a remoraz nest. Okay, and and Wesley knows that it's uh, the nest? Yes, because the snow around them is rapidly warming up as okay. you see it begin to claw its way to the surface. <laughs> all right. Um... Oh my god, what we, uh... They're not, they're not Druagar. They're not. They're not any... Durgar. Um, yeah. uh, shoot. Uh, well, actually, one of them has a remarkable resemblance to Lydia. In fact, you might even say it's her, but boy. Okay, and then another one kind of looks like Hart too, right? Sure. In as much as the, he has the features as much of that a, he's a deer. <laughs> That's what I mean. He has the features Hurt's of a deer the only from the deer waist down. I've ever met. So, exactly. It, okay. Exactly. And I, I want to say that they look similar in the face as well. Okay. And if you can recognize, uh, like, if you can recognize that Lucas looks like Lydia, you definitely could recognize that Stagger looks like Hart. Okay. And I can't really remember who Lydia is really or Hart, but it's kind of like. I know these guys. Why do I know these guys? They look familiar. Hi, mate! You're standing in a wrong spot! <laughs> Remoraz comes flying up out of the snow. Roll initiative! Rocky Woo! just turns and goes, Ruh-roh. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're still speaking with animals. Uh, and as you guys are rolling initiative, I'll describe what a Remoraz looks like for those of us who don't know what a Remoraz is. Yes, please. Um, an enormous uh, insectoid, uh, well, it's not an insect. By, by scientific definition, it's not an insect. Um, a many-legged creature uh, with many body segments, uh, much t- uh, longer than you are tall, uh, comes bursting out of the snow. You can see its legs uh, sort of clacking uh, together. Uh, these enormous compound eyes uh, are on a flat face uh, with this big uh, gaping jaw filled with uh, the the teeth of basically a, a centipede. There, there, there's, there's these complex moving mouth parts uh, sort of chittering together. These big long antenna coming off of its head uh, and probably uh, most uh, prestigious uh, or most prominent uh, is the chitinous sound of its 
back fins kind of unfurling uh, as these ribbed uh, sort of uh, fan-like uh, fins like pop out on either side of its neck, uh, looking a lot like a cobra. And all down its back, you can see these bright orange uh, sort of globules that are inset into its body and there is a very like clear uh and, and prominent feeling of warmth coming off of this creature uh and it shrieks at you like uh let's get some initiative uh -oh. stag uh 16 rocky 15 westloy 13 Lucas. 10. And Roberta. 17. Alrighty. I will sort this. Sort range, where are you? There you are. Zeta A. Thank you. Roberta, you are, you would be at the top of the round, but you have been surprised by the Remoraz. I apologize for that. <laughs> Stag. You are at the top of the round, right under Roberta, and you are not surprised by the Remoraz. What do you do? Uh, boy, oh boy, am I going to do something that's going to have no effect, but you know what? He's Trollstagger, and all of his spells are fire-based. Oh, no! <laughs> Quack! Um, <laughs> anyway, I'm going to sick my Wildfire Spirit on him. <laughs> so action to summon Wildfire Spirit. Uh, which, if it did appear within 10 feet of the Remoraz, would have to make a dex save or take 2d6 fire damage. I don't... <laughs> it's not going to do anything. But it's summoned, which is a good thing, because I'm also going to use my bonus action to summon my uh, healing spirit. Um, so, uh, what he does is he... Uh, boy, what does he do? He just, like, stands, like like an anime hero and next to him appear two different deer. Uh, one is a flaming deer uh, with a, uh, you know, royal majestic, uh, I guess, mane kind of, since uh, that's just what, what would look cool. It's got this like giant set of uh, antlers and it runs into the, uh, the Remoraz and like explodes in a fiery blaze and just stands there as the Remoraz doesn't really react to the fire. Right. The other one is a, uh, a lean doe uh, who stands next to you. And if you start your turn next to it or it moves into your space, you can get a uh, D6 plus a D8 of healing from it. So just keep that in mind. All right. And that's my action and bonus action. Cool. Uh, next is Rocky with Wesloy on deck. Uh, can I make a knowledge check? Nature. Absolutely. Mostly, can we take this thing on or should we run? Uh, 19. 19. Uh, this is a Remoraz. Uh, you know that uh, Frost Giants... Uh, tend to hunt these things uh, and raid their nest for their eggs uh, on account of the fact that it's good eaten. Um, that's easy enough for frost giants. However, uh, you also know that Remoraz have immunities to cold and fire. Uh, this thing looks pretty big. This thing looks pretty tough. You probably could take it, but you have to make the... Uh, you have to make the... Um, 
adjustments for its immunities. Do I also know about the ability where if you attack it, you also get damage if it's melee-based? Yes. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well. Guess he's going to earn the name Remoraz Stagger. <laughs> uh, bonus action. If we're all looking to fight this thing. Um, Rocky Wild Shapes into a brown bear. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and he's going to oh god I need to pull up the stats real quick <laughs> the danger of being a druid danger of being a druid he's gonna wander up to it and do a multi-attack cause he's an idiot he's gonna bumble he's gonna bumble uh roll roll critical um, first one is a, a nine is not going to hit. Oh, wait, no, no. Uh-oh, we lost Tyler. Sorry about that. My uh, computer is having a time. <laughs> Seven, eight, nine, ten. Uh, no, an 11 will not hit. Will a, I'm just having a time as a bear. Eight. Eight. Oh That's man. Fine. Was that three attacks or two? Two attacks. Two attacks. All right. So it's two attacks with the brown bear on multi attack. All right. Anything else for you, my friend? Oh, it's one by one clock. Well, whatever. Um, no, that's it. I'm going to be here having a ball. Okay. Um, yes. All right. Wesloy, it's your turn with Lucas on deck. All right. Uh, yeah, from nowhere. A uh, sling bullet. Fodder. Uh, 22. Uh, 22 will hit it. Awesome. And... Uh, eight damage, and one of them is standing there, correct? Uh, yes. There is a bear right next to it. Excellent. Ooh. <laughs> uh, so then I'll hit it with uh, 15 more points for sneak attack damage. Nice. And then I'll uh, I'll call I'll, I'll make like a like a bosun's whistle mm -hmm. and I'll say get them boys and uh, ghostly like pirate zombie arms and hands come up and grab at the uh, at the Ramirez, yo, for ho. yo ho, for like uh, six points of necrotic damage. Nice, very good. Uh, so this Ramirez is kind of gloating, uh, like just sort of like roaring down at these guys, just sort of all like, "Yay, tasty snacks!" <laughs> right in my lap, uh, and then suddenly a sling just pop right into its eye, and it goes. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, and likewise, there is also, uh, bursting from below, uh, these terrifying zombie pirate sailors that kind of grab at its multitudinous legs and start pulling and yanking on them. Uh, Lucas, it is your turn with the Remoraz on deck. Can I get, um, the Remoraz in a 20-foot cube without getting anybody else in there? 
yeah, I'd say so. You could probably maneuver that. Okay, well, Lucas's eyes like haze over green, and I'm going to cast Fairy Fire. Ooh. So I need a, it has to make a deck save of 14. Okay. Oh. Button. Hit button. Oh, button doesn't want to hit. Okay. Are you going to play tough with me? I should have. T oh, it's down there. Duh. Okay, all I needed to do was scroll down. <laughs> There's like five dexterity saves here, uh, but a three is not going to make it. Okay, so everybody has advantage uh, attacking it now, and I'm gonna shoot it with. Wait, no, that's an action. I'm not gonna do anything else. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody has advantage attacking the Remoraz now. Nice. All right, it is the Remoraz's turn with Roberta on deck. The Remoraz uh, is going to try and bite the one person it thinks that it can get, which is the surprise person. Uh, does a 20 hit you, Roberta? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> 33 piercing damage. Okay, uh, so as a reaction... Uh, mm -hmm. I'm going to use, uh, Tomb of Levistus. Uh, mm -hmm. yeah, so I don't die. That's a, um, good, uh, that's a good warlock reaction. Uh, yeah, so I entomb myself in ice, which will melt away at the end of my next turn. I gain 60 temporary hit points. Nice. All right. Uh, yeah. And I am covered in ice. That you are. Uh, you are also grappled as... Cool. Basically, it, it darts down towards you and gloms on, uh, grabs you up, uh, and as it pulls away, it just has a big, huge chunk of ice in its mouth. And it's kind of like moving its head curiously, like, oh, I thought I grabbed a, a thing. I thought I grabbed a snack. Why is there ice in my mouth? Uh, all right. And then, Roberta, it would be your turn. I don't think, so, I, g given what happened last uh, time I was on either, I just, I don't think I'm just, I just don't think I'm going to be in combat at all. Like, <laughs> at all. <laughs> I, I, I have so many fucking cool things. I'm sitting here, I'm like, okay, and my bonus action and this, and, oh, no, never mind. I won't act I, at all. I feel so bad. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, so I'm in a big block of ice. Uh, I am incapacitated until the end of my turn. My turn ends. And I'm in its mouth. All right. That's my turn. Stag, it's your turn with Rocky on deck. All right. Looks like I have to do this old-fashioned way. Uh, he's going to cast Primal Savagery, and his teeth get long and vicious, and his nails just grow out. Um so he's going to attack with Primal Savagery, but also as a bonus action, uh, his healing spirit's just going to like run up the Ramirez up to where Roberta is and just kind of hang out next to you. So if you get hurt, you can get some healing at the start of your next turn. Oh my goodness. The uh, the spirit actually like, le like just sort of like very uh, uh, gracefully, this doe bounds up the body of the Ramirez and like just stands on top of its head. 
Nice. How's a 23 to hit? Uh, 23 definitely hits. Fuck him up, Stag. Uh, for what's that? 13 acid damage. Nice. I know something other than fire. Uh, he just runs at the, its belly and just starts ripping into it. All right. As you do so, uh, you're also going to take eight fire damage. That's fine. As its heated body harms you. I don't have any resistance to fire. Eight. Which seems silly for a wildfire it druid. does seem silly for a wildfire d- druid. You know what? I just crave the flame. <laughs> Amazing. All right. Uh, Rocky, it's your turn with Wesley on deck. Muted, my friend. Rocky rages. Um, To those of you around, there is a sickening and horrifying crack as the brown bear stands up on its haunches. A hand basically shoots out of its mouth and begins to pry its way out. As Sorry, go on. The stats of a brown bear. But there is a... This is terrifying. Much like Stag, an anthropomorphic deer with fangs and, like, these bloodied antlers. Same hat! Um, (laughs) yeah! Fun fact about Yeti, you eat a lot of humans. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to bite and claw at it. Oh, um, I'm a Path of the Beast Barbarian, and I'm choosing a bite, so the fangs extend even longer. Uh, Terrifying. First up is a claw. Okay. I'm doing this recklessly. Uh, you don't have to. You already have advantage because have of fairy advantage. fire. Yep. So that's one. That's two. Uh, Twenty. Oh shit. Claw is plus six. Twenty-five to hit. Twenty-five is definitely gonna hit. And then two d six plus six, baby. Fourteen. Okay. Points of um, slashing damage. All right. <clears throat> I take some fire damage. Yes, you do. Sorry. <laughs> um, worst with these things. Okay, thirteen fire damage. Oh my god. They big and scaly. Yeah. Fun. I don't like this. Um, <laughs> sorry, I just need to double check something. Okay. Uh, next is a claw. 19, 21, 27 to hit. Yes! Yes, it hits! And then 1d equals 6. Uh, 9 points of piercing damage. Okay. I take some more fire damage. Yes, you do. Thank you for reminding me. 11. I'm in the sweet spot. Yes. (laughs) All right. Anything else for you? That's it. Okay. uh, Now it is Wesloy's turn with Lucas on deck. Uh, Again, flip and uh, sling stone for starters. Mm -hmm. At advantage. Uh, thank goodness, because I rolled a two. Um, let's try that again. Ah, the stupid dice roller. There we go. Ah, that's better. 27. Um, 
Yes. Yes, it hits. Okay. Uh, for seven. And then the sneaky attack damage. Uh, for 11. And uh, I might as well use another whales from the grave. So those zombie arms are still tugging and twisting at, at uh, centipede-like legs. So that's uh, another 2d6 necrotic. Ooh, for 12. 12 necrotic. Nice. And uh, Westlaw is yelling, Yadav gets... Don't fight near it! <laughs> you shoot it! You shoot it! Um. <laughs> Eldritch Abomination Screech. <laughs> I know, I know. He, but he's like, he's blown away because he just saw this, you know, the, I, I mean... Sa so Sager much. spends a, a free action <laughs> trying to think of, what does shooting it mean? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's it for me. <laughs> okay. Uh, Lucas, it's your turn with the Remoraz on deck. Uh, hearing that, Lucas is gonna pull out his longbow. <laughs> Shoot it! Oh, with the oh my god, two natural twenties! Oh, wow. oh yeah, Lucas. Okay, I wish I had hunters marked it. It's fine. That would have been concentration. So four plus six, so ten damage. <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, did you did you uh, double your damage dice? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I rolled a two. <laughs> Okay, just checking. <laughs> All right, anything else for you? Uh, uh, seeing the fire damage, I do not want a snowball to attack. <laughs> so no. All right. Do not let good snowball get hurt. The Remoraz, the Remoraz has a chunk of ice in its mouth, and it just took a lot more damage than it was expecting to. It was expecting an easy snack. It's going to... Uh, Huck up that uh, <laughs> huck up that ice tomb uh, into the snow, uh, and then turn around and run away. Attack of opportunity. Uh, attack is opportunity. <laughs> it disengages. Oh. Sentinel. It starts digging back into the snow. I'm going to say that Roberta gets at least one pot shot on this before it gets away. Eldritch Blast! Warlock, do the thing! <laughs> Warlock, do, do the thing! Warlock, do the thing! <laughs> Got advantage. A one and a natural 20! <laughs> Wowzers! <laughs> Amazing! Amazing! Alright, so... Uh, the plan is four. Because I have Agonizing Blast. Because of course I do. I'm a fucking warlock. Alright. That is uh, 11 points of damage. Already. Force damage. Force damage. Which actually hurts him. Uh, what does this look like? Uh, this is the first time we've seen Roberta cast an offensive spell. Yeah, I know. Ever. Uh, <laughs> ever. It's a literal fucking snowball. She throws uh. a snowball. Because of course she throws. Yes, yes, thank you so much. <laughs> the, the the wolf ice... or the physical object? Uh huh. <laughs> the wolf or the physical object? <laughs> uh, the the 
the ice tomb cracks and shatters uh, with Roberta kind of standing in a ready like pitcher stance uh she fucking chucks this snowball at it uh i imagine like she like holds her hat on too as she does so just uh, in case yep and she chucks the snowball at it uh and it rolls down like it's it's back kind of bouncing along all of the uh glowing spines on its back uh and you hear it go uh, and it burrows deeper and deeper into the ground uh, until finally the earth is still uh, and you can no longer feel that warmth. And stay out! Uh, Troll's healing spirit's gonna trot over to uh, Box of Rocks and give you some healing uh, before it comes back to me and he nuzzles up all cuddly on it and gets some healing himself. So that's a d6 and a d8 for you, Box of Rocks. Cool. I took no damage that fight. <laughs> okay, well. Thank you, though. The, the, bear, form you gets a, the bear form gets a healing. And I took some damage. So. Did anybody else take any damage? Just Roberta. But did I Roberta did, take damage? Because it was, it was the 10th <laughs> It was the tomb that took it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I heal myself. Can I make a perception check for some eggs? Sure. Yes. Yes, you can. You can either make a delicious babies, a survival nature. I'm willing to accept any of those. Twenty-two. Nice. Yes, you find its eggs, uh, sort of buried under the snow. Uh, still in this hulking form, Rocky scoops a hand down to grab an egg, punches into it, and just Rocky breakfast. <laughs> This terrifying creature slopping egg goop into its mouth. Is that any good? We all uh, are also still speaking with animals, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we can communicate with you as a bear. Snowball is like, holy shit, did you guys see that? Oh my god. That was really scary. It was kind it's of okay. intense. You're going to be okay because you're such a good boy. I give I give Snowball some scratches. I'm a good boy? <laughs> of course you're a good boy. I'm a good boy. <laughs> you're the best boy. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Wesley is looking at you all bark and yip at each other like, holy shit, what am I gotten into? <laughs> An egg is lowered down by Wesley. <laughs> it's like, well, we could turn that into a really decent omelet and souffle it up, you know, if we, if we had a fire. It's, it's... What's an omelet? Oh, you've never had an omelet. You need fire? I haven't had a lot of things. Crepe bonfire. Mm. Well, let's not... What's a crepe? <laughs> <laughs> Tell let's me more not... about this omelet. We, I, we take those other ones and we'll make some omelet up later. When we... Wait a minute. And he reaches into a bag and he pulls out a plate of omelet and it's got like cheese and uh, onion and uh, shrooms you know it's it's done up with a little sprig on the side and he he just hands it to you the little fork is this Where your magic you item this is my magic <laughs> item the bag so of bounty <laughs> thank you do you have more yeah he reaches in and pulls out another plate. <laughs> this, is, this is some of the best food I've had since I had to eat food. 
and mm. and he just he'll hand out plates of omelet and he'll watch you all eat like yes kind of thing but he doesn't eat himself we should probably move away from the remoraz nest and Wesley's oh. <laughs> the oh. like stuffing his face like yeah sure let's go this is the Rocky. most protein i've had in a long time is rocky still a terrifying monster while he's saying this uh no he can't because once he does not take any damage he reverts back because that's gotcha. how the rage works okay but did you turn back into a bear yes so now you're a bear just speaking as rocky yeah Okay, sorry, I just need my mental image, you know, to be clear and, and concise and, and are work. You, a bear, are you a always deer, a bear? A snowman. <laughs> a bear, a deer, a bean, a ghost, and a snowman. Walk into a bar. Well, some of the girls in town say if I was a little bit bigger and tubbier, I could be considered a bear. But you look you look like 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 a bear. Yeah. Like the animal. Oh yeah, this is a recent thing. Oh, so are you are you human and 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 you use magic to become a bear? Revson says something like that. Yeah, she's the one okay. who taught me how to do this stuff. Wow, that's cool. I imagine you guys are walking and talking away from the rest. Yes, nest. yeah, eating, we are eating, eating, <laughs> eating, walking, talking, the whole whole shebang. For some and reason, our... I get really angry around fire. Like, it's up to you to bring forest fires. <laughs> Troll that, like with some fire in his hand. <laughs> uh, and with that, uh, our our group uh, omelets in hand. Uh, everybody united at last. Uh, I think that's the best time for us to go on break. <laughs> we can't hear you. You're muted. We're gonna go on break. We're gonna try and be back in five to ten minutes, so don't go nowhere unless it's to grab a food, grab a drink, grab a friend, or possibly go to indooradventure.redbubble.com. Pick yourself up something nice, and we'll see you guys shortly. All right, everybody. See you
Why? But what? No. I got you in the ring for three minutes. <laughs> or wait for the next playtime. <laughs> it's playtime. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome back uh, to the Rhyme of the Frost Maiden. It has been a time. This is a fun group. We are we are really we are just going at it, y'all. Um, when we last left off, uh, there was a Remoraz that nearly ate your, uh, your, your, your snow bean, uh, your, your warlock. Uh, she's fine. She got better. Uh, and, uh, we are continuing our adventure to go and provide provisions for, uh, <laughs> Copper Knobber Knocker's very good friend, Macritus. Uh, <laughs> you have somehow managed to gain uh, a party member rather than lose one during that fight. So honestly, net gain. Good job. You continue. <laughs> uh, as you move along, uh, you, you you spend uh, about uh, a, a few days uh, traveling uh, to this place. Uh, Wesloy, as uh, these folks are traveling with you, what is one thing that they learn about him? Um, he doesn't eat... And as far as you know, he doesn't sleep. He just gets like really, instead of the kind of cheery halfling that he normally is, like constantly doling out food and whatnot, he, he gets really kind of like dark and glooming and kind of sits by himself for like four hours at a time and, and mutters to no one. Oh, and yeah, he at times just yells at nobody that's there. Um, but you've seen the the ghostly apparitions around at times, so... Roberto sidles uh, up to him. I know your secret. Uh, right. I wish I did. I just woke up a couple days ago. Um, what's You're my secret? You're a simulacrum. Oh... All right. What's a simulacrum? It's a person that's not really a person, but is a person now because they were uh, made a person by magic. No, I pretty much remember that there was a dragon or something, and then the water was really cold. And I don't know why, but I think, I think that guy used to be my boyfriend. And he points at Lucas. <laughs> I don't know. It's just weird. Have you asked him? No, I figured if he, uh, if that was so, he might have said, Oh, darling, I'm glad you're not a frozen popsicle drowned at the bottom of the ocean and given me a hug or something. But that didn't happen. So I assume that's not right. Well, like, maybe, maybe when the magic brought you back as a simulacrum, maybe mm. the magic also made him forget. So you should ask him. Maybe I will. And that other one, he looks damn familiar too, because I've never seen no one that's got deer legs for legs, but he looks damn familiar too. Have Except, you met his brother Hart? Wait a minute. Was he all like starry and weird? Yeah. He's uh, my best friend. Oh, well, pleasure to meet you. <laughs> Wonderful interaction. <laughs> Um, you all travel for a little bit longer uh, until finally you start nearing um, 
what seems to be a newly opened fissure in the ground. Uh, Rocky, this definitely wasn't here before. Um, it, it seems as though uh, the, the, the earth has kind of split a little bit um and like uh some, something of a sinkhole honestly uh and a, 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 an enormous ravine has formed in this area where there wasn't one before well that's weird this wasn't here before well, hold on nope i had the map right side up the first time yeah this is new the big crack in the middle it's yeah. new oh. i've been up this way a couple of times and i've never seen it here and you can like sort of get closer to the edge and look down. Uh, it is a very long way down. Uh, you can see that there is a lot of snow uh, and fallen trees, uh, debris and detritus that uh, are at the bottom of this uh, enormous uh, canyon. Uh, it, it it seems pretty clear that like there was a very violent uh, natural occurrence here. At some point. <clears throat> However, if you sort of keep, if you just sort of follow this canyon uh, north from here, you should get to the place that you're headed to. Hey, everybody. Uh, looks like we're having a little bit of trouble with the internet. Uh, the West Coast is having a real bad heat wave right now. Uh, and Steven. <laughs> It had to deal with that. Um, <clears throat> so everybody stay safe out there. Uh, when we uh, left off there, you guys had found a ravine uh, and were starting to trail along it. I believe that Rocky made a survival check to see if your destination is possibly at the bottom of this ravine now. Yes, I'm making it now. 13. How far across is the ravine? How far across is it? Yeah. Uh, I'd say about 60 to 90 feet, depending on where you're standing. And how far down does it look? Um, give or take 120 feet. So well, I can float. What was your roll, Rocky? 13. 13? Um, it's going to be close. You can't be sure. Um, you're, you, you, you don't want to, uh, say that it is going to be at the bottom of the ravine until you get a chance to look at the place where it's supposed to be. We can keep on going that way until the fault line gets a little bit smaller than hop across. On the other side, walk back around and make sure that it's still topside. If not, then it's bottom. I guess just go across and look. You could do that. Yeah, Watch. And she hovers about two feet off the ground. She just <laughs> literally like Mary Poppins. Just you need to like push across or no? I'm good. So what am I looking for? Um, I blanked when the little guy was describing where we're supposed to look. I was really hoping one of you were paying attention. I heard take supplies and get money. One of you said something about a guy in a robes or something. Yes. Looks at notes. Tall robes. And that's the only thing that's written on his piece of paper. Robes of Lythander. So we might be looking for some sort of temple. 
okay, I'll look for a temple. So I'm All going right. across Easy. or to the bottom? Go across first. If you go to okay. the bottom, we might lose you. It's like 100 feet down. That's okay. I can do this for 10 minutes, and then I can do it again, like, four more times. <laughs> All right, good luck. Have fun. Wash your hands. Okay, bye. Stay, stay safe. <laughs> so we will hover across and look for a temple. All right. Um, As she writes down her directions. Go across. Uh, how, look how for a temple. <laughs> Whilst you're still levitating across the can yes. canyon. Um... How high do you go? Over? Yeah. Not very. Uh, she'll probably just sort of like float up maybe five feet off of the ground and then mm -hmm. sort of hover over the canyon itself and then keep a lookout for where to land. All right. Um, you get to the other side of the canyon. Uh, it looks fairly similar to the first side of the canyon. Uh, and just sort of looking around... Um, I'll say that actually this side of the canyon is a little bit higher than the other one uh, on the count of like whenever you have like an earthquake or something typically like the fault line kind of like they like slide and like buckle and like one side will wind up higher than the other. Um, so you kind of have to go a little bit higher in order to do so uh, and looking around trying to find something that looks like a temple you don't find anything that looks like that uh, but there is just this kind of like ramshackle cabin uh, like something made out of wood uh, that's further up on the side that the other guys are on uh, they can't quite see it from where they're at but like from up here you have a, a pretty good view of it okay she'll fly back across there's no temple, but hey, look over there. It's on this side. Uh, there's a there's kind of like a like a cabin thingy, like oh. a small house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not small like my house, but like a small house. Hmm. Come on, let's go. I'll show you. Then away we should go. Uh, you head in that direction. Uh, and sure enough, what comes into view, uh, just kind of barely, almost, almost dangling off of the edge of this ravine, uh, is a cabin, uh, sort of up on stilts. Uh, perched on the edge of the snowy ridge, uh, above the gorge is a black lodge on wooden stilts. Whatever path might have led to this ramshackle retreat lies buried under snow. Icy steps climb to a snow-covered walkway that clings to the south side of the structure. The building's slumped posture and sagging snow-covered roof, coupled with the broken windows and loose flapping shutters, suggest utter abandonment. Large snowdrifts huddle around the rotting stilts and engulf a nearby woodshed and outhouse. Only the wind visits this sinister place. Hello, we're here to do delivery! Does it look like anyone's home? I had to check. I mean, we didn't even knock on the door. In my experience, that's how you tell if someone's home. Okay. Well, I mean, is there like any smoke coming out of the chimney or anything? There is not. Oh. Wesley starts to stealth off to check it out. Okay. What? One, two, three, four, five. Are we missing someone? No, Snowball's right there. Stealth and I'm right or... here. So Yeah, go ahead and do a stealth roll. 
24. You are hidden from everyone here. Uh, do I have to athletics check or anything to get to the place because of the ice and whatnot? Or is it just nope, something I can get to? It's just something you can get to. Uh, like you wind up sort of stealthing in between the woodshed uh, and the outhouse. Uh, both of which are half buried in the snow. Uh, you look to your right, you see the woodshed with all of this stacked firewood. Uh, and to your left, you see the, you know, the old, good old outdoor water closet with a little moon carved into the door. And ahead of you is the cabin, uh, kind of like towering about 10 feet above you before like the actual foundation of the house is there. You could You could entirely just walk underneath it. Is there a hatch or anything underneath? Uh, there is a ladder that kind of leads up to what looks like a fairly rickety walkway. Uh, but aside from that, there seem, appears to be two entrances uh, along this walkway to get into the house. Okay. I'll shimmy up and as best I can and try to peek in a window. Okay. Uh, you find a window um and sort of peer in uh what you see is a, a sort of dilapidated looking um interior uh there's just frost covering every surface in fact it reminds you a lot of your house uh before you set it ablaze and left um it looks like an abandoned workshop of some sort uh there are smith's tools tinker tools uh a bookcase uh against the north wall um, it just looks like somebody was working on something here. And, but is the snow up so, like, the the doors haven't been opened in a long time? Excuse me. Well, the snow isn't necessarily high enough to, uh, to cover these doors. Okay. Uh, it appears that this building was actually uh, constructed with that in mind. Uh, the, the idea that, like, the, the stilts are there to basically keep them up and out of the snow. All right. Uh, I'll be like, give a little whistle and a wave, like, and then yep. a shrug. Uh, as oh, how did are, he get up there? Yeah, as you, you guys are, Wesley, contemplating where Wesley is, uh, a shrub uh, on the side of the house comes to life, and it appears that he is there. That does not look safe. Do we come to you, or are you coming to us? Yeah, as you say that, Stag, like, a, a floorboard falls off of the walkway and goes <laughs> down into the ca ca cavern. Oh, God. <laughs> it doesn't appear to be anybody here. Does it look like that's the place that we described to you that we were looking for? No, there's no one who's tall and they're all wearing robes. That's it. That's all you told me. No, I can't blame you there. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't it. <laughs> Rocky's going to gingerly approach. He's going to say, just seems to be a bunch of tools. All right. Uh, Rocky, you uh, make your way uh, up, to the cab up to the cabin uh, between the outhouse and the woodshed. I mean, I, I follow as well. All right. Uh, I'll have her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to check the woodshed. Okay. Looking uh, for a tall man with robes. <laughs> sure. Uh, 
I, I imagine Stag just starts pulling down logs uh, and like like trying to like <laughs> climb up into it and sort of look behind them. Hello, uh, Macritus. Uh, you dislodge a small family of squirrels and they chitter at you. I just stare them down like, this is my town now. <laughs> um, like a, a raccoon uh, comes out and like arches its back and like hisses. <laughs> uh, Stag has an encounter with several small woodland anim animals and probably ca casts speak with animals on himself again so he can get into an argument. Okay. Uh, hey, what are you doing? This is my house! Your house is in my way. <laughs> you're the one that's in my way. Ah, you think you you think you're tough just because you got opposable thumbs? Well, look at these tough guy. It's the raccoon. You know, yes, that, of like, course. Little hands. Uh, <laughs> uh, I imagine they probably argue for a good amount of time before Stag finally realizes. Oh wait, they're here. And if I'm looking for a person, then maybe they know about a person. <laughs> And he says this out loud. <laughs> All right, you you interrogate the wildlife. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, give me a check of some sort. I don't know. What can you justify? Uh, there's nothing that I'm good at. Um, how about <laughs> intimidation? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure. I can try and intimidate these guys. All right. You tell me where the hunter is, or I'll tell me where the hunter is, or so help me, I'll burn your house down. <laughs> Okay, go ahead. Okay, sure. Uh, that's a nat 20 for 24. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> no, please! I have a wife and kids! Um, <laughs> they're gonna be fatherless soon. <laughs> Tell me what I want to know. Um, he lets you know that um, he used to eat the garbage uh, of this guy for a while. Um, and... Tyler has frozen. I think he can't hear me anymore. He might be disconnecting. Don't 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 worry about it. I can hear you. Can you hear oh. me? Oh. Uh. <laughs> Hello. Don't that mind. Was... I, I edited a lot of things on my computer to try and make it not flicker, and that has made everything worse. <laughs> oh, we often meet our fate on the path we choose to avoid it. Um, okay. He he says that he used to rummage through the garbage of this guy, uh, but Is he, he tall? Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess. Did he wear robes? I I, I don't know what robes are. <laughs> I don't have a person to point at. <laughs> he he lets you know that there used to be two people who lived here, uh, but the short one left a long time ago. Um, and now things have been quiet long enough and there hasn't been much garbage, but they were able to move into the, uh, the woodshed and that's been nice. Uh, when, what happened with the, the big hole in the ground over there? Uh, there's a hole. One day there was like a big noise and then there was a hole. When? How long ago? God, I don't know what, what do, what's a raccoon's uh like perception of time and raccoons perceive cycle. time <laughs> yes the sun, sun how moon many cycle? moons ago <laughs> um it, it like holds up like one of its raccoon paws and then another one of its raccoon paws and then like a third one of its raccoon paws that's a lot of you moons know, one of one of the hind ones yeah uh like at least at least like four or five of these. 
All right. And so short hunter left a long time ago and tall hunter. What happened to, to them? Well, there was a big flash. And then we didn't hear anything from him anymore. What type of flash? Like this flash and he creates fire? Ah! <laughs> yeah. Tell me about the flash. That not Hurry not like Alan. that, no. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. And stay out of trouble. Only you can prevent forest fires. Stay in snuffs out the fire. <laughs> I don't know what any of that means. Me neither, but I heard some cool guy say it one time. It was Rocky. Rocky said it like literally 10 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying. Okay. Anyway, he he lets them lets them go on their merry way and closes the wood check door. Okay. Uh what is everybody else doing? Uh Rocky's looking around for evidence of people living here inside the house. Inside yeah. the house. Okay. There are to the window. There are two different doors. Uh, there's the first door that's next to the window that Wesloy looked through. Uh, and then there's the other door that is very close to the edge of the cab ca uh, canyon. Go to the main house. That looks unstable. Hmm. I can okay. go look. Uh, you go in through the first door? Yeah. Okay. Um, for to Roberta. You know, be, be careful. Okay. I'm responsible for all of you. <laughs> She'll float uh, around to the other door. Okay. Uh, let's do Roberta first. Um, Roberta, you float over those sketchy-looking um, floorboards. You you see a, a, a gap that looks like you would have to jump to get over, but you float easily over that. Uh, and you're able to open up the door and kind of peer in. Um, do you remain floating through this house? Or do you touch down? Yeah, I'm going to float just because this doesn't right. look very stable. Uh, you float into the main room. Uh, and you, first thing that you notice is that the room contains the lingering smells of burnt wood and flesh. Uh, you also catch the faint odor of wine. I don't think Roberta necessarily has an idea of what wine is quite yet. Uh, mm -hmm. But it, you smell something and you will later find that it is wine. Uh, snow has fallen through holes in the roof, uh, then been pushed into corners by stiff winds blowing through broken windows. The walls and furniture are scorched black, including a table with the charred remains of a book on it. Next to the table, on the floor, amid several broken wine bottles, is a mostly incinerated skeleton. Oh no. Does the skeleton have robes on? Yeah. Yeah. It do. Oh no. Um, I think I found Macritus. He's dead. What? Uh, I'm gonna cut back to you, Rocky. You went in through the other door. Mm -hmm. Um, you walk in, uh, and kind of look around. Um, <clears throat> you see the same thing that uh Wesloy saw earlier. Uh, and you find that there are a bunch of, like, tinker tools uh, on the desk. Um, this place looks like it's been abandoned for a very long time. But you also find something 
uh, kind of strange and kind of interesting. Uh, it looks like uh, an enormous lump of coal uh, and through which a, a metal rod has been thrust. Uh, and then attached to that rod is a ring of steel kind of uh, inscribed with arcane looking runes. Uh, and then attached to that ring on an, uh, like sort of an axis to it uh, is a, another ring with the same kind of runes. Uh, if anybody's familiar with what like a gyroscope looks like, it, it's kind of similar to that. Hey, uh, anybody like an academic here? That depends from outside. <laughs> you know anything about a lump of coal with like a rod through it and two rings? Do I know? <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah, sounds really familiar. Rocky's going to hit the lump of coal with a fist, like knocking on it. All right. Uh, just before you do that, uh, Wesloy, something's been kind of eating at you since you got here. Um, and you haven't really been able to put your finger on it until now. Um, but it suddenly occurs to you, you haven't heard, like, the ocean in a while. You haven't heard the creaking of the ship. You haven't heard uh, a, a distant shanty from your mateys either. Mm. Um, you feel really and utterly alone which is abnormal for you um typically they're hanging out with you um and you kind of look off into the distance and you realize that you see your entire crew uh just kind of standing at a distance from this cabin as though they have been barred entry uh <laughs> and just as you might be thinking about saying something about that, uh, Rocky's fist comes down on this gyroscope uh, and it begins to whir. Uh, the rings begin to spin uh, and the lump of coal inside begins to glow. Um, and ah, Rocky, <laughs> Rocky, you say, ah, neat. And then there's a poof, uh, and there is a bright light that just engulfs the entirety of the cabin. Uh, absolutely everybody, I need you to make me constitution saving throws. Oh, bright light. <laughs> Steer into it quick. <laughs> Oof. Ooh, Roberta, not good. Ooh, Wesley, not good. <laughs> Can I see any of my friends from where I'm at, like through the window? Sure. Uh, I, I want to say that, like, you're looking down at this corpse and you're you're looking up just, like, about to say something about finding the corpse. Uh, uh -huh. When you, like, see, see like, I, where, where was Lucas at this moment? I think I was just looking in the opposite direction, keeping my eye out first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Being, being the responsible one. <laughs> uh, sta Stagger is, like, you know, walking away from the, the, the wood... Uh, the, the wood shack. Uh, yeah, the woodshed. Um, like, <laughs> you can see Wesloy kind of looking at something off in the distance. Uh, and Lucas is, you know, just sort of like, I don't know, watching a butterfly go by. Um, <laughs> if I can see, so I have, I have a, I have a hobby gobby thing. Mm -hmm. um, it's called Saving Face. 
if I miss with an attack or I fail a, a check or a saving throw, I can gain a bonus equal to the number of allies that I can see. Oh, okay. I, I'm going to say that you can see Lucas, uh, Wesloy, and Stag. Okay. So it was just, it was an eight. Uh, but now it's 11. Okay. Which is a little bit better, what but did, not much. What did everybody roll? 13. Uh, so... I want to do the same thing she did, Kenneth, but go ahead, okay. get everybody else real quick. Yeah. Uh, everybody no, who has a definitive, sorry, everybody who has a definitive answer, give it to me. Uh, 19. 20. Nineteen, twenty. Okay. Uh, those are both successes. Stag got a 13. Uh, Wesloy, what were you going to say? Um, I'd like to use my trait from being the race I am now. And um, when you make a check, uses a, when you make an ability to check that uses a skill. Oh, it's a skill. Okay. Nope. I'm fudged. Ten. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, you tried. I tried. Anybody who got a 17 or more succeeded. And you will only take half of 102 radiant damage. Hmm, that's a lot of damage. I'm dead. Am I conscious? I <laughs> know uh, I'm straight up dead because that's that's Can't more. Can you use your reaction for Tomb of Levistus? Because it's. Dead. I already did. Uh, had a few days of rest. Has it been several days? Uh, yeah. Yes. Okay. It has been then I days. could do that. Does okay. absorb elements work on radiant? I don't no. think it does. I want you all to remember the talk that we had at the beginning of this game. <laughs> <Yep>. Yes. <laughs> okay, so I can absorb 60 of that. How much was it again? 102. Okay. So 60 of that. Okay, let me do that. <laughs> so close. I had 50 hit points. I took 51 damage. <laughs> I too had 50 hit points. So close. Boy, it would be great if I passed because I I have Revivify. <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> Everything's fine. Okay. I'm, I'm at nine. I smell Must be nice. <laughs> Is there is there any other bullshit I can pull out here? Okay, what is uh what is everybody else at? 18. Alright, Lucas down, uh stag down. I mean that straight out kills me, right? I, I only have 50 HP. Just just hold I'm, with me. Hold on. Rocky's the bear, but I'll, I'll be the bear too. Uh Wesloy, how you <laughs> I how, I'm, how you doing? I'm, I'm going through all the crazy traits and stuff <laughs> that I have. Uh, but uh, yeah, it looks... survives, I think. It was exactly okay. all of my hit points and then again. Uh, all right, let's pause real quick. Stream is having some conniptions. Okay.
You weren't supposed to hit the stream with the damage wings. <laughs> yeah, it was so much Everything it overflowed. Oh. I would cast mending on it again, but I am unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what I'm looking at here uh, is Lucas, Stag, and Wesloy down. Yes? Honestly, not that bad, considering. <laughs> <laughs> I count this as a win. Uh, and then we have Rocky and Roberta up. Okay. And he was just singing your praises, Rocky. And you how kill does, him. How does Steve look? <laughs> cries your sweater of tears. Cries your sweater of tears and you kill him. How's Snowball? Dream looks good. Oh no. Snowball was sniffing around in the woods. Okay. Okay. <laughs> there's a that like we cut to the outside of the cabin and there's a boom. Uh and then we see uh Snowball's head go up and then like, huh? <laughs> oh, also how's the family of, of raccoons and squirrels? <laughs> <laughs> Were they far uh, enough away? No. Don't worry about it. Um it's fine. <laughs> <no>. <laughs> And Ow. there goes that secret Humblewood campaign. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. Okay. Jeezy um, Pete. Ow. Yeah, Rocky, um, you you suddenly come to, uh, and, like, your, your ears are ringing, uh, and, like, all you can see is white, uh, and uh, slowly that white begins to grow kind of fuzzy and gray, uh, and then it narrows into the wood beams of the ceiling of a building. Uh, likewise, Roberta, um, you you saw that light, uh, but like it seemed to be that the wall between you and the explosion was enough for you to like basically keep a cohesive form. Um, I, I want to say that you came to a lot quicker than Rocky. So like probably like floating back out to come and check on him. Like so Rocky, you're looking at wooden beams uh, and you look up and you see a very dizzy looking Roberta. You're really hurt. For a moment there, I thought I saw Grandma. Your grandma's a hobgoblin? No, it was just all white. Your grandma's white? Kind of, sort of, yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, we should get up. Oh. I think everybody else is ashes. What? Yeah. Oh, no, not again. Not again. <laughs> what do you again? mean, not again? Is that in character or out of character? My rating as a guide is going to go down. <laughs> Baby! Um, I am not getting five stores on this Uber at, ride. <laughs> at least you have your priorities straight. The, the two of you look out the door to go and find your friends. Um, they are nowhere to be found. But there are shadows. Like kind of down in the snow where Stag was. Uh, there is a shadow of what looked like him on the ground, um, just sort of like a silhouette sort of burned into the ground, uh, as well as where Wesloy and Lucas were. Right, they were all snow! They turned back into snow! You know what? That's what I'm going to choose to believe to keep my rating. The, what, 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 what do we do? The person we were bringing the stuff to, they're, they're a skeleton. I don't know if they're still skeleton. They might also be snow now. 
This is literally the worst two you could have left. <laughs> yep. Uh, and as the two of you are trying to figure out what to do, uh, we will cut to the other place. Um, Lucas, you can hear a ringing in your ears. Um, there, all you can see is black, uh, and then a grayness and a fuzziness start to creep into your vision. Uh, and then you are looking up at the rafters of the roof of the outside of the cabin. Uh, and you kind of sit up and look around. Uh, you can see Stag starting to sit up out of the snow. Uh, and Wesloy is likewise uh, kind of starting to maneuver inside of his ghillie suit. Um, you look around uh, and like, you know, trying to find Rocky and Roberta uh, and you peer into the workshop uh, and the two of them are, are sort of like looking at each other and talking in a very worried fashion. I try to wave them down. Like, they do not like react to you. knock on the door. Yeah, they do not react. I look around at the other two. Uh-oh. <laughs> I think we have a problem. <laughs> You're telling me. Uh, there is a man in yellow robes standing uh, behind you, just sort of leaning against the, uh, the cabin. Uh, Macritus? Oh, so you do know who I am. We've Great. got some supplies for you. <laughs> Thanks. I sure could have used that before I died. Same. <laughs> I didn't kill you. It's not my fault. <laughs> uh, Wesloy Stag, you are both here. Yeah, the whole time Wesloy's thinking, not again. <laughs> <laughs> that crafty raccoon did this to me. <laughs> I'll kill him. I'll have my revenge. <laughs> oh my god. Your camera glitched out at just the right <laughs> moment. <laughs> um, yeah, can I see so. Snowball? Uh, yeah, you can see Snowball come sniffing uh, around, coming back to the cabin, um, and sort of like looking around, trying to find you. I try to pet Snowball, knowing it's not going to work. <laughs> All right. Uh, like, you go over to Snowball and, like, start running your fingers through his fur. Um, and at first he doesn't really react, uh, but, like, uh, he sort of cocks his head. Uh, and then, like, you you can tell he's, like, doing the thing that he does where he, like, wants to get scritched behind the ear. I do that. <laughs> uh, and then um, he, he reacts as though he's getting scritched behind the ear and just kind of <gasps> smiles. I lay down and hug Snowball. <laughs> Uh, Snowball, uh, walks directly through you, uh, uh -oh. and, uh, sort of comes over to the bottom of the cab, uh, cabin and starts barking, uh, up at Rocky and Roberta. This is a boy. Can't speak with animals. What is it? Oh, right. <laughs> animals. <laughs> uh, hey guys. Um, I, uh, uh, what happened? Um, I was sniffing a tree. 
The raccoon did it. Do you know what? Do you know if Lucas is actually made of snow? Uh, I don't think so. Oh. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. We can fix this. We can fix this. Okay. We can? Yeah. So, um, Silver Humperdink or whatever his face is, so that if we do this job, then we can get free stuff from the uh, Temple of Lathander, and that's like healing magic. So we could get buckets of snow of our fallen friends and then bring it back to Lathander and hope they revive them. Okay. Let's do it. All right, uh, as the two of you are like, you know, saying, okay, we got to scoop up our friends. Um, you, uh, they, they set to work doing that. Uh, we're going to cut back to Wesloy and Lucas and Stag. You think uh, they're going to grab Macritus as well? Mm. <laughs> yeah. <It's> not good. <laughs> like hell they are. I got to stay here until this thing is done. Uh, and you see him walk directly through the wall uh, and go over to the table. Uh, and you see him, like, sort of, like, kind of hunch over the table and try to, like, grab at the Summer Star. Uh, and it he, like, uh, exerts as much force as he can trying to lift this thing. Uh, and you see it rattle on the table a little bit and he goes, Ugh! Stag saunters over and, like, tries to lean on the table. You fall directly through it. <laughs> yep, it just <laughs> stands back up. So, uh, what you working on there, bud? Only salvation for the entirety of Icewind Dale. Cool. The light of the light of Lathander. The sun. You ever heard of it? I have. Literally, no. <laughs> Points at Lucas and then just like taps his nose. So, uh. Did it work? Are we saved? I think it just kills people. <laughs> that doesn't sound like saving to me. Yeah, and the whole time, Wesla is just like <laughs> grumpy halfling. <laughs> Wesloy totters in, crosses his arms, uh -huh, like, exactly. God damn it, I died again. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Wesley looks at everyone else first time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> You'll get used to it. <laughs> um, God. Uh, Macritus uh, seems rather perturbed. Uh, he says, yes, of course it worked. It just a little too well. I have a few adjustments that need to be made. It's just really hard to do when I can barely move anything. And try to pick it up. Uh... <laughs> You like your your hand kind of goes through it, but you watch it like sort of rattle and then like fall over a little bit. It just kind of rolls on the table. Maybe we shouldn't keep messing with it if it's going to kill everybody. Oh, <laughs> it, pro it it would need uh, a lot more time to load up to be able or to charge up to be able to do a blast like that again. In fact, right now would be the perfect time to work on it. Ha. Huh. Too bad it kills you. I just said, it wouldn't kill you now. Yeah, but like... I, and I don't think we, I like your tone. Yeah, because we're already dead. This is the only tone I know how to speak in, so I'm going to have to deal with it. You can't get this killed twice. Inside voice. This is my inside voice. Oh my god, this was so much better when I was alone. <laughs> that sucks for you. 
Anyway, do I have permission to eat your bento box now since you're dead? Oh, shit. I can't eat it either. <laughs> bento box. Wait. Yeah, we, we brought you supplies from uh, uh, that guy. He's short. The, the bear man. Small bear man. Uh, he kind of like crosses his arms uh, and he says, well, it's nice to know that he still cares. Not enough to stay and help me work on this. I suddenly had a thought. The raccoon. That's miraculous. Was I know, right? <laughs> the raccoon is talking about Bear Man. Funny that. How are we going to fix this? Well, if I could just maneuver these tools, it'd be a very simple matter. All we need to do is make another one of these rings and attach it to the outside. And then that should be enough protection for this to work. Cool, and walk then... To... I'm gonna walk up to Rocky and try to yell that into his ear. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, put some magical me... equivalent of duct tape onto a bucket and written Lucas's name on it. Oh my god. <laughs> Lucas, Putting it back on the sled. Give me a charisma check. <laughs> I actually get to make it. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. Um, six. <laughs> cool. Um, Rocky, you could have sworn you could. You can hear Lucas's voice. All right, Sometimes Roberta. I can still hear his voice. <laughs> We've got to be careful not to mix Wesloy and Lucas's bodies. That'll get weird. Right. Um, do you have any more buckets, or should I put some of them in my hat? I don't want to ruin your good hat. Me, oh, okay. me, put me in your hat. I can, I can sweep up <laughs> afterwards. I think, I think Troll would want to be in your hat. Yes. <laughs> okay. I, I did. Did you know him well? No, it's just a feeling. <laughs> Go with your hunches. Okay. And she'll start scooping. <laughs> All right. Time, time goes on. Um, Roberta and Rocky manage to uh, sweep up most of the ashes and snow that they uh, believe is their friends. Um, what is your your like? What is your strategy? What is each person doing uh, to try and interact with the real world? Um, I, I will I will go down the list of all of the deceased persons um, and like we uh, let me know what you're doing over the next few hours as they are getting every bit of ash sweeped into these buckets. Can I use magic in the plane ethereal? Uh, I'm going to say yes. Uh, um, I, can I, I reserve the right to revoke that, but I'm going to say yes. Well, um, tell, I, me your, tell me your idea. Well, uh, I want to try and summon my uh, summon my summons, like my healing spirit or something, and like try and have it lead them to what they need to do. Okay. Um, you summon your summon, um, and when you do so, it does not look like Rosewind. Um, it looks like a, a burning skeleton of a deer, uh. Uh, but it does not act like, smell like, or look like Rosewind at all. Uh, and it kind of like looks at you uh, and kind of startles a little bit in, in alarm and then disappears. 
Hmm. I don't think I'm going to be okay after this. <laughs> okay. Create bonfire uh, to delete them. <laughs> Uh, when you do this, um, that like from the uh, material plane, um, that spot in the room kind of warms up a little bit for a second, but otherwise they cannot see the thing that you saw. Uh, Lucas, what are you doing? Um, did Rocky react when I yelled at him? Um, like it, it seemed as though like he heard something but not enough to realize it was you. Hmm. Okay. Um, hoping that my connection with Snowball is stronger, mm -hmm. I'm going to cast Speak with Animals uh -huh. and go up to Snowball and try to explain to him what's happening. <laughs> okay. Uh, you walk up to Snowball um, and like he, he appears to be looking past you at, for the moment, but uh, you reach down, begin scratching behind his ear, uh, and he gets that dopey, happy look on his face again. Um, what do you say to Snowball? Snowball, can you explain to Rocky and Roberta that they have to, um, they have to attach another sphere around the device and then it won't kill everybody, but they have to do it soon because it has to recharge. Okay. Uh, Snowball. Snowball, like, looks directly in your eyes and appears to be listening. Uh, Rocky and Roberta, he's doing that thing that, like, animals sometimes do, which is, like, stare directly into the corner of a room, like, as though they can see something you can't. Speak what is it, Snowball? Bork, Bork, speak with animals? Yeah, speak with animals. Uh, Snowball turns around to you, Rocky, and explains that he can see Lucas. Tail wagging. All right. Could you tell Lucas that whatever happened was not my fault? Uh. <laughs> kind of seemed a lot like his fault. I, why would he say that if it was? <laughs> <laughs> um, Snowball tells you that Lucas can hear you. What? Uh, he looks over into the corner and says, Lucas is right there. Tail <laughs> Forgetting that he can't see me. Rocky walks over to the corner and kind of probably past Lucas, putting, pushing a hand through his face. <laughs> Lucas! Lucas, well, are you there? Well, that's rude, but okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's right there. Tail wag, Snowball. tail wag. But Snowball. Yeah. Do they... Does he have something he'd like us to do so he can pass on? Uh, uh he kind of like turns in a circle a little bit and then he looks at Lucas like, "Wait, they they say that you want you you like you heard that right?" Yes. I don't want you to pass on. I want you to. Yeah, I'm not done me. yet. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm hopefully not gonna pass on. Um, <laughs> can I? Is Macritus in the room? Uh, Macritus has uh since begun to sulk. Um, he has kind of gone over to the other side of Wesloy and has likewise like got his arms crossed. Um, in fact, um, he I, I think that in, during this time he started to uh, strike up a conversation with, with Wesloy. 
Perfect. Uh, about like how how much it sucks to be dead and like not be able to leave this area. Uh, and he's all like, you know, I just wanted to bring the light of Lathander into the world. Is that so wrong? I just wanted to serve my god, and this is how I'm repaid. Macratus. <laughs> what? Can you explain to me how to fix the device so I can explain it to Snowball so Snowball can explain it to Rocky? Uh, he, like, looks over at you and, like, you know, his eyes, like, dart to each person as you refer to them. Uh, and he's a smart guy. He puts two and two together and he's like, oh my god, this is our chance! Uh, and he, like, runs over to you. <laughs> uh, and between you, Snowball, Rocky and Roberta, you are able to uh, get the exact <laughs> steps of this. Uh, <laughs> of oh, Roberta takes notes. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Exactly. Roberta. Okay. Yep. Step one. Yep. Uh, in fact, that is exactly what happens. Okay. Uh, it, it takes well, it, it is well into the night uh, before you guys have uh, everything written down. But uh, the the sun sets. It is uh, completely pitch black outside. Um, and then uh, finally, like, there's a moment where like uh, Macritus is kind of leaning over the table and like reading the notes to make sure that they look correct. And he's all like, "I think this will work." And he looks looks up at you, Lucas, and just kind of nods. Uh, looks over at. Stag and Wesloy kind of nods, uh, and he says, I hope your friends know what they're doing. Me too. I literally have no idea. Do they know how to work a forge? <laughs> I don't know them at all. I know he likes meat, and she's been a person for like a month. So Well, he says, well, unless somebody here knows how to work a forge, all of this was for nothing. And then uh, as soon as he says that, there is the sound of the door opening uh, and the wind blowing in uh, as an enormous figure uh, sort of eclipses the doorway. Um, and you hear a of a lot of air leaving an enormous barrel chest. Um, this figure dips their head to step inside uh, and that head uh, turns out to have uh, a big, long polar bear snout attached to it uh, as a polar bear-headed creature uh, steps into the room, Rocky and Roberta, uh, and just kind of looks at you. Spreckens the common? He looks like a friend. <laughs> um, she just sort of squints at you, uh, and then she opens up her cloak uh, to reveal uh, a figure that you're familiar with, Rocky. Um, a blue-lipped woman uh, is cradled in her arms, uh, looking very injured and near death. Uh, and she says, I do, but this one needs help. Rocky rushes over. Ravison! Uh, she's completely unconscious. Is this a friend? Oh no. Yeah, she's the one who taught me that puts a good berry in her mouth. Well, he puts a good berry in his mouth, chews it, puts his lips against hers. 
Hey, uh, we got a smooch. It was unintentional, but that was my wish for this game. Thank you, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you you come away and her uh, eyelids sort of flutter open. Uh, and like, she goes, Rocky? Good morning, sunshine. Welcome to hell. Oh. <laughs> and like, she like doubles over and like holds her abdomen, uh, which has this enormous like uh, blood stain on it. Um, Oya Minartok, uh, which is the name of this, uh, polar bear, uh, werebear, uh, you may find, um, begins to shrink, uh, a little bit, um, as she reverts to her humanoid form, uh, until you see a, uh, not much smaller, like still very enormous, uh, Goliath lady, uh, sort of towering over you. Uh, and she says, is there a bed somewhere here? I think there's the remains of one over there. Um, could you help me move her? She says, I have her. Uh, and she leads you uh, through the house, uh, finds a bed for Ravison to lay in, uh, sort of sets her down, then turns around and works on getting a fire uh, going in the fireplace. Can I try to cast Cure Wounds at level two on, Ra on Ravison? Yeah. I don't know if this will work, but I'm going to try it. <laughs> also, sidebar, could I have made an insight check on the notes to know that we needed to smith something? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Very good rolls. Seven. Sixteen points of healing. All right. Um, Rocky, uh, I imagine you're kind of hovering over her um and she seems delirious with pain um when suddenly like clarity kind of fills her eyes and she sort of gasps uh and she like looks down at her torso so sort of pulls up her shirt uh revealing a really pale midriff with like a a, a huge gash in the side um and uh she kind of like touches at it gingerly, uh, it seems to have healed up a, a significant amount, uh, though you can still see uh, a lot of uh, viscera. Well, we used all of our buckets to store our friends, so I can't get fresh water, but I do have a water skin if you want to clean up. Um, she just, like, glares at you, uh, and she puts out a hand. Um, yanks it out of your hand and she just begins to strip turns is there around any, is there any open container in the room that's empty sure uh, you find uh, an empty wine glass or I, a, an empty wine bottle I cast great water in it <laughs> okay um, Rocky you, you avert your eyes uh, just in time to watch a water bottle or rather, a wine bottle that seemed empty before suddenly fill with water. Thanks, whoever did that. No problem. Show off. Do you, do you need any help? <laughs> Roberta does not avert her gaze because she doesn't realize that this is like a not cool thing to do at this point. But yeah, that's fine. Um, she doesn't seem to like treat it like it's uh, a, a not cool thing to do either. Um, cool. <laughs> 
So she's just reinforcing Roberta's bad habits. That's fine. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. <laughs> She'll learn eventually. Listen, Roberta, my mom always said, don't reveal your under fur to people just willy nilly. Okay, I won't. But yeah, as a lady, you should probably help. <laughs> Sorry, okay. about the implications of that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Ravison begins to clean herself off, and she's a, a bit standoffish to you, Roberta. Uh, but she doesn't tell you not to help. Okay. She'll uh, help! In, in the course, helped. In the course of helping uh, Ravison, uh, you come to learn that she knows Rocky. Um, they have been on uh, adventures together before. Um, she also knows uh, your best friend, Hart. Um, <gasps> you know Hart? He's my best friend! Oh, good. <laughs> um, I'm friends with Rock or uh, with Hart too, kind of, sort of. Not uh, we're not best friends. The first time we met her, Hart almost killed her. Why would Hart do that? I yeah. They got better. Oh, okay. Um. But yeah, you, you learn that she was wounded uh, when she accidentally startled a mammoth out on the tundra uh, and it gored her in the side. Uh, and then uh, Oya Minartok found her uh, and carried her to the nearest source of shelter that she could find. Uh, Oya Minartok, uh, meanwhile, is kind of wandering around the cabin, like, sniffing uh, and looking for danger. Uh, for a moment, uh, she looks directly at you, Wesloy, uh, and you can see, like, her, like, humanoid no nose sort of flare. Um, and Jumping. Jumping up and down. <laughs> yeah. Um, she sort of mutters to herself, this place smells of death. Uh, and then she looks down, sees the corpse on the ground, and she's like, ah. <laughs> just utter, utter exasperation. <sighs> um, <clears throat> I, I think that what needs to happen now, uh, and Macritus can say as much. Um, <laughs> Macritus actually even uh, sort of like leans over you, Wesloy, as you're mm. standing there disappointed. Uh, mm -hmm. And he says, all right, Goliaths are renowned smiths. We need to make sure that she doesn't leave so that she can forge that ring so that we can fix that item. He <laughs> points at, at Lucas, can talk to the dog to tell them that I'll ineffectively jump in front of the door if they try to leave. <laughs> okay. And I'll help. Mm. Alright. Um, uh, Oya Minartok sort of wanders around the cabin, making sure that there are no dangers here. Um, she walks over to a spot where uh, the boards start to creak sort of dangerously. Um, and then she, like, stops uh, and then, like, just looks over uh, at some furniture, uh, like, grabs the table and just sort of, like, slides it over to that portion of the floor. Uh, and it just falls. Uh, and 
like there's a, a, a loud clattering shattering sound as like wood splinters and goes everywhere um well yeah that and, first step's a doozy yeah <laughs> like rocky and roberta poke their heads around to see what happened mm. uh, and she turns around and says don't go on that side of the room <laughs> okay are you okay thumbs up <laughs> Um, she begins to head towards the door, uh, and <laughs> Wesloy and Stag both, like, jump in front of it. Uh, I want the two of you to both give me charisma checks. Oh, boy. Oh, very, very good job. Hey, um, <laughs> you know what? No, whatever. That's a two for a nat one. Twenty-two. Oh my god, Wesloy. <laughs> yeah, um, you, you like slide backward and like you, you actually are like exerting a force on her. Uh, mm -hmm. and she's she's strong enough that she wouldn't even like uh like feel you even normally. Uh but she could just sort of like stops uh and then looks directly down at you. Um and she kind of like puts a hand out and puts it over your head. Uh, and for a moment, you can kind of feel the warmth of her skin. Um, and she says, Speak, spirit. Listen, you daft giant, you gotta look at the notes and you do the forging, or the Icewind Dale's ever forever gonna be screwed up. I mean, it's too late for us on the other side, I think. I think we're already dead. In my case, I'm dead again, but notes forge save the place please um as well you said Wesley. as you begin to speak uh she sort of kneels down to get at your level uh and you feel truly seen uh in this moment um and like for a moment like you can hear the wind of the the snow outside uh and you can tell that not only can she hear you she can see you um and you finish uh your plea um and she says it will be done you all heard that right <laughs> he points at lucas and, and uh uh stagger or stag um and as she stands up and walks past you uh you can see uh, Macritus just staring at you like you you did like the most impossible thing in the world, uh, and he was like, "She saw you." I must be there, just you know. <clears throat> and he grabs his shirt and he's like, "I'm I'm kind of a charming guy." Uh, he he steps towards you uh, and like as though he's going to swat a fly. Uh, <laughs> Like his hand darts out and grabs something off your shoulder, uh, and you see a raven feather. Uh, and he just sort of looks at it, and he looks at you, uh, and he says, What are you? Don't know. Have no idea where that came from. <laughs> All right. Um, some time passes. Uh, the werebear, uh, goes and looks at the notes, uh, and, uh, Roberta and Rocco, Rocco, <laughs> Roberta and Rocky, uh, by the, uh, by the time you come back out to come and, you know, check on Oya Minartok, uh, she 
is already like hard at work um sort of like like she had literally has the thing in her hand um the 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 notes uh and uh macritus refer to it as the summer star uh, and she's literally just holding it and it's it's completely inert not doing anything be really careful with that it kind of killed everyone yeah she nods um and you see that she has actually already gotten to work on uh forging the metal ring if she's made her intentions clear i can help out because i'm proficient with smith tools oh nice okay um you and oyamanartok can work on this uh for as long as it takes uh what, i want to say what skill would you say like what uh what stat are they using to to craft these because I, I can use enhanced abilities to make it easier for them Oh my goodness. How does everybody help to make sure this thing gets done? <laughs> I want to know. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> Bear is endurance! I don't cast coal or toll the dead on anyone. That's how I help. <laughs> Roberta reads the directions very clearly. Okay. And step she checks off each step. Mm-hmm. Yes. I love it. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. We have a montage of uh, Uyami uh, working on this. Uh, like she's got like a hammer going, uh, and then she's like etching the little runes in, and like uh, she like hands it off to Rocky, and he like gets that make sure that the runes are all right, and he's got like a little spyglass to make sure that he can look at it. Um, <laughs> And you see Lucas and Stag like standing over the two of them with their hands on them and like glowing slightly. Uh, Roberta checks off each step. Um, and Wesloy and uh, <laughs> Macritus sit in the corner. Uh, and Macritus like looks at you, uh, just sort of like his, his face sort of softens. Uh, and he pulls out like his uh his last bottle of wine that he was saving just for this occasion uh and he like takes a pull from it and then hands it to you uh and at some point uh ravison comes out like she's got a, a a robe wrapped around her uh and like she gives rocky a very sundari glare um <laughs> as she leans against the door frame uh, until finally uh, we have the finished summer star uh, sitting on the table before us uh, with the three rings all ready to go. All right, what now? Speak with animals. Okay, Snowball, what now? Uh, he says it should work now. Um, you, we just need somebody to attune to it and then uh, get it get it to go. I have a question. What does attune mean? Oh, I also have a question. <laughs> <laughs> we can skip that. We're starting to run out of time, so we need to fast play, play a little bit here. Um, yes. Rocky will attune to it. Oh, okay. Or, I was like, if Roberta yeah, Roberta should, she's more magically inclined than he is. Okay. And so she does, and she does, and they do. Um, 
trying to see if there's actually an item thing for the summer star. Um, well, if there is one, I don't think that there's a link to it. Um, but while holding the device, the attuned character can use an action to cast the control weather spell from it. So I will send the control weather spell to you, Sid. Okay. Uh, and you can let me know what it does. Okay. Find you in the multi long, long list of people that I communicate with on a daily basis on Discord. Indubitably. Okay. You can take control of the weather within five miles of you for the duration. You must be outdoors to cast the spell. Moving to a place where you don't have a clear path to, the sky ends the spell early. When you cast the spell, you can change current weather conditions, which are determined by the DM based on climate and season. You can change precipitation, temperature, and wind. It takes 1d4 times 10 minutes for the new conditions to take effect. Once they do so, you can change the conditions again after that. When the spell ends, the weather gradually returns to normal. Also, it's an 8th level spell. So, this might be hard. Okay. Back. Well, she'll try! Do it to it, Roberta. Do I need to roll? Nope. Nope? Okay. Nope. Uh, if you are attuned to it, you can cast it. So, you, uh, hold uh, this gyroscope in your hand um, and you exert your will over it. What does it look like when Roberta uses magic? Um, uh, it looks like everything has like a, almost when you take something really hot into somewhere really cold and it just sort of like the vapor comes off of it very quickly. It's mm -hmm. like that. Okay. Um, as you do this, uh, that vapor sort of spirals around uh, the summer star, um, and it seems to set the uh, the the rings spinning. Um, first, the inner ring begins to spin, and then the next ring begins to spin, uh, and then it floats a little bit out of your hands, and the outer ring also begins to spin, uh, and you can see the familiar light. Uh, uh, on that lump of coal on the inside beginning to swell uh, and it raises out of your hands uh, and it burns as bright as the sun itself um and, yeah and you like i imagine you guys are wincing uh like anticipating another blast from it uh however it stays strong uh uh, Stag, Lucas, and Wesloy, uh, Macritus is kind of standing up and looking up at it in awe. Um, he, he raises his hands above his head and he says, It's working! It's working! Uh, and you all can feel uh, warmth beginning to fill the air. Uh, that biting cold uh, begins to uh, to to like dissipate. Um, the snow outside begins to melt 
uh, and you can hear it dripping and uh, falling off of the roof. Uh, and just as the sun begins to rise over the uh, mountains, um, and it never actually does rise completely over the mountains, but just as the light of day begins to touch the sky, um, this second smaller star uh, rises up out of a hole in uh, the cabin and begins to heat uh, everything all around you. Uh, you can see little rivers and streams beginning to pour down into the canyon. Uh, and you can see the earth underneath the snow uh, beginning to become sodden and fertile. Uh, and then a warm summer rain begins to fall. Uh, and you can feel that warm little drip, drip, drip of uh, this very soft shower uh, on your face, Rocky. Uh, and Ravison is just looking up at the sky like, I, what is happening? As Ravison's looking up at us at the sky, Rocky's coat just flings into her as he runs out, whooping and hollering. <laughs> Splishing and splashing around in the, in the mud and the, and the rain. It's warm! <laughs> Roberta shall join him. Um... Macritus is looking up in awe at the star uh, as Roberta and Rocky begin to uh, celebrate in the rain. Um, and he, he closes his eyes and he says, finally. Uh, and then suddenly they flare open uh, with a bright light uh, and he begins to rise up off of the ground. Uh, and there is the sound of crackling fire as his entire head just becomes engulfed in flame. Um, and you hear uh, a, a loud booming voice that just sounds like uh, incarnate sunshine say, you have done well. I have come to you inside my acolyte to tell you that I, Lathander, the Morning Lord, am pleased. Do we all hear this? <laughs> uh, just the dead people. The rest of you okay. are all playing in the snow. Uh, the rain. The rain. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> um, this floating uh, apparition um, reaches out to each one of you. Uh, and a, a, a little flame begins to burn uh, over, right over your chest. Uh, and you can feel uh, very viscerally each one of you. Kathump! Like one, one very strong heartbeat. Um, and like each one of you kind of like comes back into the material plane for just a brief second. Uh, and he says, your sacrifice will not be in vain. Uh, and then thump, and uh, each one of you jump back into the material plane for a second. And Oya Minartok sort of like looks around the room, like clearly uh, witnessing this happening. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he says, know that you are blessed by the morning Lord. And then one last really hard uh, heartbeat uh, brings each one of you back into the world as you all fall to the uh, floorboards of the cabin cabin oh, i hate being dead let's not do that again <laughs> Rav uh ravison goes ah! 
uh, Stag is like on all fours, you know, like a like a, a startled, uh, caught in the headlights deer, just like. <laughs> <laughs> what just happened? Leslie looks up and it's like twice. <laughs> uh, yep, you look down at your chest and you can see that glowing ember that Lathander put into you uh, beginning to wane. Uh, and Roberta and Rocky both turn around and you can see that they each also have glowing embers on their chests that are starting to fade. Uh, the two of you did not feel this as viscerally as everybody else did, considering that you were both already alive. Uh, but you also will receive the blessing that they did, which is to say, uh, every morning at dawn, uh, you are blessed with Lathander's light and you gain 10 temporary hit points. Oh, damn. For the rest of your lives. That's forever. Nice. Wow. How do you I add that to D&D Beyond? <laughs> Everything's coming up rocky. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So you're not all snow? No. no. I honestly don't have any idea anymore. <laughs> okay. She'll take out her hat and just... You, you go to, like, get rid of all of that stuff, and it's gone. It's Thanks a miracle! No! <laughs> Thanks for putting me in your hat, by the way. That meant a lot today. <laughs> Anytime. You can come and check it out. It's really nice. I have it really nicely furnished now. Do you want to... You, do you want to see? No. <laughs> I am just going to stand here. <laughs> On all fours <laughs> until I feel safe again. <laughs> um, a floorboard falls out from underneath your knee. I will never be safe! Like, <laughs> scrambles and like falls on the ground. All right. Um, we're going to fast play a little bit here. Um, I imagine all of you can uh, travel back to 10 towns together. Uh, there are more adventures as you uh, head back. Um, and you feel that uh, what is the what is the fate of the summer star? What do you who who takes it? Who has it? Where is it going? It should go back to the to a temple of Lythander. But so let's go find. Yeah, it. that sure. But we could also go back to my forest. Is there a temple mm. of Lythander there? No, but like if we could, you know heal the forest with like how you hear healed the snow maybe the forest would be better again is your forest made of all snow well no it burned down oh oh i don't know if that's gonna help maybe over the course of several years listen that's just rain <laughs> putting a fiery sun in your forest will definitely not be a good thing to keep fire away. Why don't we find someone that's like that like knows knows like Thander like really well, like like Macritus did, and, and then maybe they would know how to help. Oh shit, what happened to Macritus? Oh he turned into like a god or something and then he gave us that uh our hearts back. He became a vessel. <laughs> don't know what happened after that. <laughs> Assuming direct 40. control. 
Let's find a temple and then they can tell us what to do with it. All right. Um, you guys start heading back towards Ten Towns, um, discussing what you should do with the Summer Star. Uh, this is obviously a very important artifact, something that like could change the way that like Icewind Dale works. Um, and as you are nearing uh, Brinchander, um, it is kind of a it is kind of a crummy day. Uh, there are gray clouds, uh, and the, like as you start passing people on the road, you can tell that they all seem a little bit on edge. Um, like Rocky, you've you've seen this before. Whenever there is like like whispers of like a, a, a an, an orc attack or um, like a, a really bad blizzard is going to hit the town or something, like there, there's a sense of dread in the air. If anything, he'll stop like a town guard he's familiar with. Hey, what's going on? People are like, people are normally less cheerful, but like this is like graveyard amounts of less cheerful. There has been an emergency meeting called by the speakers of Ten Towns. They, there are rumors that they're discussing how to repel an attack from the underground. That's not good. Dear ground. Uh, and he he kind of like grabs his stuff and like huddles his family along. Uh, and as he walks away, uh, you guys hear uh, a terrible cracking noise from down south, um, as though a a mountain has cracked in half. Uh, and then there is this terrible mechanical shriek going like, but like, imagine that like really deep and intimidating. Um, and Damn, no people. it's the underminer. <laughs> uh, you look to the South, uh, and rising from the mountain range, um, there are black wings on the horizon of an enormous, dark, mechanical dragon. Uh, and you hear a BOOM off in the distance as it shoots a fucking laser out of its face into the clouds. And that's where we'll leave off for tonight. Hooray. I gotta go talk to my family. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not dying uh, again. <laughs> Stag just starts running. Bye. Steven! 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 <laughs> you can do it, buddy. I believe in you. Uh, hey, everybody! That was our show! What a great time! <laughs> Bruce, I would like to say so much thank you to Winx for running this incredible game. Let's get a round of claps. Round of claps, everybody. <laughs> All Yay. right, so before I even get to do a lot of my sign-offs, let's go through this amazing group of, of, of players and, and dungeon masters. Where can we find you guys? What do you do? Wings, take us away. 
Hi, everybody. I'm Wings, also known as Danae Keener. You can find me at DanaeKeener.com. I do nerdy drawings, mostly related to D&D and a lot of things on this channel. You can also find me on Twitter, at Danae Keener. I have a pinned tweet there. It's got my schedule. It tells you everything that I'm up to. I really need to update that because a few things have changed, uh, but I'll go and get that taken care of. Uh, but in the meantime, go check out DanaeKeener.com. Oh, hey, I'm Matt or BlingTalk182 on Twitter and Twitch. I have recently started streaming again at today um, after a hiatus. And yeah, that's it. Hey, everybody, it's me, your boy, RJ. You can catch me at RJustice282 on Twitter and Twitch, where I tweet about nerdy things and stream sometimes with my friend. Um, next Sunday morning, we're actually, myself and Ryan Ryoga, are going to be streaming Resident Evil 6 because we just finished 5 in its entirety. It's going to be a time. Uh, whenever I go live, I tweet or retweet whatever channels. Uh, there's a list. It's huge. You can see that on Twitter. TheNakeHuner.com. Greybeard, Greybeard's Tavern. You can catch me Thursdays over on Indoor Adventure. Sunday mornings on my own channel, Variety Streaming, and Tuesdays over on Lantern Noir's uh, thing where we do the happy hour at the Old Timer Tavern. That's it for me, GB. Hi, I'm Tyler, uh, at Frothy Inferno on Twitter. Not much goes up there, though. Uh, you can find me sometimes periodically on people's channels, sometimes guesting, and uh, every other week on Tuesdays on G Game Nights for their uh, mass game. I'm Christina Sid. You can find me on the Twitters at Greek Sid and usually over at that lovely channel Game Nights. I'm there Thursday through Sunday, either running stuff or playing on lots of it. Uh, currently, Thursdays, I'm running a wonderful game of Good Society plus Magic. It's great. It's called Elegant Magic. So you should check it out. Chippy Cree. Um, on Fridays, uh, we're playing Cypher System, Neon Souls, Cyberpunk Goodness. I play Impulse. She's awesome. Uh, every other Saturday, we are now, we just had our session zero yesterday. We are switched over to fate from overarms uh that is saturday nights star power uh think jojo's bizarre adventure uh persona uh it's amazing uh and on sundays we just started a lovely well i won't call it lovely it's terrifying and very grisly uh a game called basin it's 19th century horror monster hunting it's great and it's half of why i have this ridiculous costume on right now anyway so definitely check me out for all of those and yeah sometimes i guess on lovely channels like this one DanaeTanner.com. And if you've made it this far, guess what? You know what the channel is. I'm the Indoor Adventurer. You don't have to worry about who I was for today. Uh, if you enjoyed shows like this, you should go and check out our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Indoor Adventures. We have VODs of each of the games that, we've all, that we have ever played on this channel, including uh, audio casts, wherever they are made available for free. But speaking of things that are being made available for free, we are going to be going into our Patreon-supported after show called Knights in the Courtyard, where we answer questions not only from the community, but also from each other. So if you had any questions for myself or any of the other fine folk that you just got done seeing, feel free to join us again at patreon.com slash indoor adventures all right that is it for the spiel so again i would like to say thank you to everybody who decided to stop on by thank you to these incredible players for joining us this week and thank you to danae for putting up with our bullshit once again and we'll see all of you guys next time all right everybody bye bye, bye, -bye. bye, -bye.